0: you got any cigarettes outside we couldn't see it from our vantage point regular or mental
1: The studios of OVP in the sewer Hello everyone and welcome to our vantage point And today we're going to be reviewing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I'm Joe Murata That's Michael Quinn How you doing there Michael? Calabunga Hello there, you ready to kick some shell there, Michael? Yeah, let's kick shell. (laughs) This is going to be great, isn't it? I think this will be fun. Yeah, it's such a fun movie, right? This is a reward for... uh, For us.
2: (laughs) us.
1: (laughs) Really, for anyone else. For us. It's a Patreon reward. Obviously, this is a free show for everybody to hear. And maybe you're stumbling upon this because it's a movie review of Turtles, and maybe you like Turtles. We're Joe and Quinn, and we normally host every single Monday a retro wrestling podcast. So if you need a dose of pop culture mixed with wrestling, we're your go-to show every single Monday. You can check us out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, We do things in this vein,
2: although not this like green turtle (laughs) style vein, but like, you know, this green vein, more like big muscly men in in tights. Yeah, there's veins. (laughs) There's a lot of
1: veins. But uh, you can check us out on Twitter if you want to at OVP podcast. And you can also email us at OVP podcast at gmail.com. And again, if you like the retro wrestling, we have a Facebook group. You go to Facebook, if you have that, and you search for our vantage point dash retro wrestling podcast. You join the group, uh, bing, bang, boom, tubes, gork, fluey. So, get all yeah, that? Those are
2: the things. Yeah, right. you got it. <laughs> Thank what, you. you do it this time because, you know, yeah. this is an abnormal this is episode. Very abnormal. There's ooze involved. I don't know. There's some
1: ooze. Yeah. So what we're here to do. Whether you know who we are or not, and if you know who we are, thank you guys for helping us get to our goal here. Again, this was a reward really for us. I was yeah. hoping that people would want us to review this. I
2: think we even asked, There, we owed another reward, <laughs> yes. and you're like, we were like, hey fans, do you want the turtles first, or yes. do you want the other thing? That's and they were right. like, turtles! <laughs> That's true. Where are the turtles? What's this we other want, show? We yeah, want the turtles. We want the turtles. <laughs> so we don't here like we are. like the bad guys. We like the turtles. <laughs> we want the turtles. Who's this guy fighting the bad guys? We don't want him. We want the turtles.
1: And we're here to give you the turtles. Of course, we're going to be talking about the 1990 film, and I figure we wouldn't be OVP if I didn't delve into a little bit of background about how we got to this point, right?
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, is this definitely had something to do with what's that comedian guy who claims to have made it or whatever Gallagher? Gallagher. <laughs> it yeah, that Definitely that, doesn't. That's definitely the background, <laughs> no, right?
1: No, that's a uh, one of our friends is a comedian. And met Gallagher once, and Gallagher apparently has this diatribe that he goes into about how he invented the turtles or something, well, even though no, he didn't.
2: It's that he saw the cartoon and he, like, right. pushed Golden Harvest or because he had some kind of connection, and <laughs> that's how they, like, it came to their attention or something.
1: So, the first uh, bit of trivia here is the unsung hero of turtles is obviously gallagher
2: yes you know the
1: the sledge-o-matic yeah, guy the gallagher. watermelon guy yeah, remember yeah. him remember the it, 80s yeah remember him
2: <laughs> it's not a slicer it's not a dicer it's not a chopper and a hover what in the hell could it possibly be it is
0: sledge-o-matic!
1: teenage mutant ninja turtles obviously is still a thing to this day in different permutations let's call it unfortunate <laughs> uh-huh. unfortunate, unfortunate permut- unfortunately yeah unfortunate <laughs> permutations yes but it got started back in uh, 1984 Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, two artists, happened to meet each other. One was a bit older. I think Uh, Laird is a bit older than Kevin Eastman. Nevertheless, they would make drawings and things like that and they were doodling around to amuse each other and they came up with this idea of a a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I'm I'm abridging the story a bit because, you know, we got a show to do here. Yeah,
2: in the original, weren't they all, they all had red bandanas? There was no difference, right? In
1: the original comic, they all had uh, red bandanas and it was a very gritty comic. The original comic series, I haven't read much of it. I've seen some of it. Very gritty. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's still tongue-in-cheek, and it was a bit of a parody of some other elements. of Did it not involve Dimension X and all that shit? Like, it wasn't that way. Oh, no, no, no. It didn't have that. I don't think it's not in the original, original. But it picked up steam in the comic scene and uh, turned into a viable merchandising opportunity. So much so that they were shopping around to try to get action figures made of these, you know, comic book characters. They had been around for several years at this point. The series was becoming well-known in its circles. And a company named Playmates... Said, you know Mm -hmm. what? We'll give you guys action figures. And then they're like, you know, we need a way to promote these action figures. What's the way they always do it in the 80s? Cartoons. (laughs) Yep. And that's how we had the 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle animated series.
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. From Play Am I mistaken? Because I seem to remember this as a kid. There was like an initial run of like. I don't know, like six episodes or something like yes. that. And then they like were like, okay, now we're making more.
1: Yeah, there was more of like an introductory run. Right. Which I can't remember exactly how many episodes I, I, it was, but I, I, it was I a just handful. Just spitballing yeah. the number. But yep. yeah,
2: I remember it wasn't that many, and they all fit on a couple of like three VHS tapes or something. <laughs> yeah, you're I- right.
1: It's a series that was yeah. released. And so we had the cartoon, and that was very much now no dark elements anymore. This is strictly for kids, this cartoon. Now
2: they're colorful. They all have different, you know, Michelangelo, orange, yeah. Donatello, purple, etc., right.
1: etc. And their personality traits were extremely magnified from whereas in the comics they're all rather serious. Raph was always an asshole right. in the comics. Donnie was more on the on the technical side. Right. Michelangelo turns into you know California dude yeah. and-, and Leo's like Mr. Serious. Ultra serious. Yeah. Raph's like nice. And he's just like, Raf, oh, I don't know about that. Raph's like, also, he's
2: serious, but he kind of has like a cool edge to him. And Leo's right. like, serious, but
1: goody two shoes. Right. Like and, that, it's like the difference. And Donnie is Steve Urkel. Yeah, Essentially.
2: basically, yes, I and mean, it's like it gets ridiculous. He is very Urkel-like. It's it place like inventing time machines yeah. and flying cars and like vans and shit. Fucking Teenager, yeah, I, it's <laughs> ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so the series is very successful, hugely popular, and kids across America, I'm sure, and the rest of the world. You mean us watched <laughs> it, including us. Yeah. That's right, uh, because if you were born i'd wager anywhere in the 80s especially the mid and earlier part of the 80s maybe even late 70s this was uh almost unavoidable the turtles right. when they uh, were everywhere from
2: my, my understanding like you know 87 they launched it but i mean they really you know 89 90 oh, yeah. 91 like this shit was like that's where the, the harvest came right like right. that's where it all was like this is a big freaking deal it was on every it was always on in the afternoons yep. like I think multiple episodes. I remember. It was yeah, like sure. a zillion toys. There was, it wasn't just the four turtles anymore. It was like Technodromes and like turtles in trench oh, coats vehicles. and like fucking baseball uniforms and like all this <laughs> shit.
1: You could get April and Casey Jones and like sure. all the side people and shit. foot soldiers. There was Shredder. Trang, yeah. And there Krang. was a, Yeah, Krang the turtle van. Yep. There was the pizza thrower. I, I, had, had, that, all this, yeah. I had all a lot of this stuff. All these different themed versions and things like that. And uh, even a wrestler version. I think it was Michelangelo was the wrestler. I can't remember when they did the sports series. One of them was a wrestler. Yeah, there was like a hockey one. Baseball. I, yeah, football. I remember this. Yep. So it was big deal, right? A very, very big deal. Catchphrases galore. They love their pizza. Yeah. The Turtles I, did. I mean, they really uh, took the rewards of that because every pizza place was trying to make
2: freaking deals with them. Right. It's like oh, if we could get the turtles to right. like back our pizza, <laughs> right?
1: Like, I'm serious. No, it's like, pizza real. real. Dominoes, <laughs> right. like all of them. It's real, folks. Each video comes with coupons for over twenty dollars worth of food and drinks from Pizza Hut. And around the same time, 1989, they started developing a movie, uh, which was Gallagher, kind of a yeah okay. Gallagher's idea, yeah. obviously, yeah. And clearly, kind of a cross between the comic book grittiness. Mm-hmm. And the cartoon personalities and th- and antics of the turtles, right? It's a little bit of a mix. I a want mix. to say there's
2: like elements of the video game, and I and I'll get to that. <laughs> I, I, I swear, because we do, we didn't even mention the video
1: games were like such yeah. a huge friggin'
2: part of it. The, also,
1: the the, har- the arcade games that came out, uh, yeah. there were... Two really good ones, and then also the first Nintendo game, which is the oddball in the whole right. canon of Turtles games. But the but first one on Nintendo is very NES weird. The NES game is known as, like, really good, too. The Manhattan Project. Right. It's excellent. But, all, but honestly, my favorite was Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo. Oh, that's fantastic. Right. That, that's 92, I think, and or 93. It's
2: companion game Hyperstone Heist on yes, Genesis. On Genesis. Like, it's, it's, not, basically,
1: it's, like, similar but not the same. Not as good. Now, obviously, there's some changes made in the movie to the original story and or the animated series and as we come across them i'll try to point them out to you. we'll try to sprinkle in some trivia and some observations here but this was a big deal this movie it was a kind of an independent movie in its own right
2: it looks like it you know like i kind of like that element where it's like they're trying this out i don't know if they knew like if this would succeed
1: that's a good point
2: i mean it was hyped and shit on all the cartoons but i mean you know, parents, like, what, what did they, like, adults don't give a
1: shit. Well, no, they don't, and the thing is, is that all people have known of the Turtles for three years, outside of the comics, which not a lot of people knew about, you know, compared to the animated series, and when the advertising they saw on TV, and the action figures, that was all based on that whole animated thing there. Do this- we know how they this did in the box office? Like, was it a, a
2: huge hit? Because, I mean, as a kid, it seemed like the biggest movie around.
1: Well, Quinn, why don't you just, uh,
2: want you to pull up those numbers real quick right now. Okay, let's see now. Whoa, okay, yeah, it definitely was a hit. So, it cost $13.5 million to make. Okay, which is modest. <laughs> it made $202 million. Yeah,
1: I'd call that a success. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge hit. No wonder there was sequels. Yeah, seriously. I think, uh, off the top of my head, this might have been one of the highest grossing independent, quote-unquote, films for a long time. I don't think it is now, but it was. It was a big deal. Now, did you say independent, but I swear, didn't this have, like, Jim
2: Henson association well, he, or something he like,
1: designed the costumes right okay jim Hen this is one of the last things he did actually he died right. the year this movie mm-hmm. came out in 1990 yeah jim henson's creature shop was hugely instrumental in the design of the characters the turtles in particular and splinter right uh, and one of the things about this movie that was a bit of a risk is like we were saying this is a live action whereas there had not been this to this point yeah this was a weird choice
2: too it's kind of ambitious actually and i I remember even my parents, you know, taking me to see this movie and get me the tape and all this. And I just remember side comments like, "Wow, they look really realistic." Like they did for like, for, for, for what they. I mean, they're not they're fantasy characters. Yeah. But the point is, is like they don't look like shit. No, you? you know what I mean. Like, so if you're an adult, it's like this has more of like a Star Wars kind of vibe, right? right it's like right. special effects. It's relatable, even in though that it's regard. not you know CG or anything.
1: But no, but it was really well done. Uh, so this movie was a. Uh Like Quinn said, a very big success, and we're going to take a look at why. I think one of the things before we start here, I think if you're of a certain age, this movie resonates with people to this day. Right. I don't think we're the only two people, and obviously a lot of our fans wanted us to review this as soon as we could. Right. Right. (laughs) I mean... for
2: wrestling fans who grew up in the '80s, not and not just wrestling fans, any kids, you know, who kids, are into, yeah. you know, Star Wars or um, all the action figure stuff and X Men, X Batman, yeah, Batman all Joe. that stuff, right? If you were into that stuff, you were definitely into the Turtles of, and you were around at that time, right? right. At
1: least for a certain chunk of your life, you were into the Turtles. Yeah, I would wager.
2: I, I don't know how to describe it, and I and I think a lot of people from our time will relate. But there's just something about how they did kid stuff back then. They don't make them like they used to. And I I don't mean to sound like Mm -hmm. old or anything. But like, can you even recognize that there is some kind of boom in like the business of children's toys, TV, action figures, blah, 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 all that stuff from around like the mid 80s to the mid 90s, roughly. That's fair. Like it, that's fair. Like an explosion in not just making money, but in creativity. Like there was just new properties everywhere. Every year or two, there'd be a new fucking thing. Yeah, you know, GI Joe's come back. Um, what's the He Man? Like.
1: Thundercats. Power Rangers. Power Rangers, It was just, it seemed like whenever you turned, all of a sudden a new hero emerges, right? Right. And uh, it was a saturated market, but that was beneficial for the kids. Right. Because you had so many different things to keep you occupied and move on from one thing to the next. And then on
2: top of all that, you had Nintendo kind of lurking in the background with their new properties like Metroid and Mario (laughs) and Zelda and like all. It just felt like there was this period of time, like a 10-year period where it was just like new, new, new superheroes you've never seen. It's not Marvel or DC it's like who are these people
1: well it was all it kind of all converged at once right video games and action figures kind of both came to prominence right around the same time there was yeah. a lot of uh, tv became more accessible to people cable came about around the same and time you could fit a whole channel worth of cartoons on it <laughs> exactly i uh, i agree with your sentiment though when there was something special about this period of time particularly this movie and uh, we hope to capture the flavor of that as we review this for you I'm big fans of this one, Quinn. A little note on my turtle fandom, just so the fans are aware here mm-hmm. where we're coming from. I'm 34 years old as the time of recording this. I got into the turtles in 91. I actually missed this movie. I was not aware uh, of them when okay. this one came out. I was going on six years old and my aunt that I never see, she lives in another state, bought me the pizza thrower and the surfer Michelangelo and it was like, what's I, that? And then I got uh, downhill or uphill from there for years. I see. What about um, you there, Michael? So
2: this, like the turtles are actually like... I might have gotten it not earlier well, maybe actually earlier than you, even though you're a year older, but what it was was, like, the turtles, I closely associate them with, like, my first memories, period. Oh, like, really? I'm talking, like, maybe for those really early, like, I, they, they just, I remember them being, like, them and Mickey Mouse for some reason, <laughs> like, the first toys Right. I played. I was, like, fully invested. I mean, m- my parents took me to everything turtle related. They got me everything turtle related. You I watched mean, like, the show. if they want to make me happy, they they got turtles. Like it was just turtles, turtles, turtles. I had just fully invested a child. I had all the toys, accessories, figures. I had the sword, the blimp, the van. Right. Wow. You know, I was just totally turtled out. Like <laughs> and and when this movie came out, I remember being aware of it and I don't want to like misquote or something and say that I was taken to it, but I possibly was. Right, I could have been. I don't know why. I feel like I saw this in the theaters like along with Home Alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like around that time because that was when my parents first started taking me to movies. I know I saw Home Alone in the theater. So I probably went to see this in the theaters. Uh, Needless to say, this movie was like heavy rotation on my like VHS collection. (laughs) Like, Like this. And I think definitely like when Turtles 2 came out, this one actually meant more because it was like, oh, the origins, you know, like, as a kid.
1: That's exactly how it was for me. I actually saw the second movie first. Okay. So I always liked the second one more for several years as a kid. And then looking back, you know, as I got a little bit older, I really appreciated the first one. And to this day, I think it's the best one. I think on
2: a side note, just, like, as a kind of a side, what was going on with the Turtles in figure life, like I said, like (laughs) Mickey Mouse stuff and things like that, but also Ghostbusters. Like, that's another... That The Turtles and Ghostbusters. Yep. For, everything involved slime and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was very like,
1: green time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
2: exactly. Because I even had like Ghostbusters that if you put them in the tub, they would like, it would look like they had goose splats on them, like they when the water activated
1: or whatever. There were some swamp thing figures around yeah, the same time as well. Quinn. Exactly,
2: Batman, <laughs> Batman, from the movie that with Prince in it, you know. Jake and the Fat Man was yeah. out.
1: Yeah, and exactly. That show was Jake on. <laughs> All right, folks. Why don't we get into this movie now? Again, just enjoy this journey with us. Maybe get yourself a pizza.
2: Right. Yeah. Get yourself a pizza. It's going to be a bit of a ride because I think. This is going to be a lot of nostalgia,
1: and that's the goal here. You know, it's what we do on a weekly basis. But this time, yes, we do things other than wrestling occasionally. Yeah. And thanks to our wonderful fans and patrons, we're able to bring this review to you. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, was released March of nineteen ninety, and it is a great, great film. Quinn.
2: Yep, another New Line Cinema classic, that's right. just like our last movie, review. Yeah, Suburban, Suburban Commando. Suburban
1: Commando. Oh, uh, you know what? First trailers commercials. so there's something on the front there, of this vhs there, there, tape there always is. <laughs> let's see what it is oh it's that ruddy kid quinn playing right field he's, you like, know super dirty but also <laughs> with like why does he look
2: like he's wearing a baseball uniform but not from the 80s it's like, like from like 20s. Era.
1: <laughs> like did you notice that yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was the stockings practically a yeah. uh, dog runs by this kid's not even paying attention to the game some dork hits a ball all the way out to right field where this rusty little kid is he sticks his hand up Makes a miraculous catch. I want to note there's pigeons just <laughs> yeah, standing yeah. next to him in
2: the field. It's true, it's so shitty.
1: Now everyone's all happy, so they go out to Pizza Hut. Yes, Pizza Hut. Pizza that Hut, great place. <laughs> yeah, what a great place. Now, if you're from the Midwest, maybe it is great. If you're outside of Chicago, you know, far from right. from good pizza. If you're far from New Jersey, if you're far from Italy, yeah. you know, maybe Pizza Hut's your thing. But. Here, where we're from in the Northeast, we don't think of Pizza Hut as. I, uh,
2: I have a confession, though. As as a kid, the marketing got to me because I remember they, them having like they had a Turtles association, as you can see here. So did Domino's, but like yeah. they both did. And I think I definitely like went to a Pizza Hut just because maybe they were giving some turtle shit away, <laughs> or like maybe Super Mario Bros. I forget like That's what funny. the toy was, but I remember like begging. We have to go to Pizza <laughs> Hut. I play right it's important you know you gotta know how to catch you gotta know how to throw
1: now i gotta ask you this song this the guy droning on in this song i play right field. i was humming it afterwards what? yeah but what's the hell so bad about right field? I played that for two years. I definitely played right field also. So I, I know those pigeons. Yeah, but so <laughs> did Paul O'Neill. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it's because
2: it's like as a little leaguer, like nobody fucking nobody hits it over hits there. Nobody hits it out there because yeah. you
1: figure most batters, you know, aren't hitting it that far. It's,
2: it's the first thing the old man looks at the ruddy kid and says, <laughs> you know what, kid, we want you to play. We don't want him to. F- we want. It's for the kids, right? It's for the children. So. Look, we'll put you out there. You could play. That's yeah. basically the
1: excuse He'll pick his nose and whatever yeah. he's doing. Uh, next up here. Don't fucking copy this videotape. You better not. It's so scary. Like they're like, you're going to go to jail. You're going to get fined $250,000. Like- this was the times too. when I believe that I didn't copy tape for <laughs> shit. It wasn't until later that I copied tapes. You bought into the, <laughs> the warning there.
2: I thought that like, it would like break your tape somehow. Ah! Literally. I thought, well, they must be warning you for a reason. Right. And I I figured they like these geniuses over here there must've covered it somehow, right? right? so almost like eat your tape if it detects your copy. So that would be or brilliant yeah. actually.
1: That would be a real copy yeah, protection. So I'm not going to take
2: a risk on my Turtles tape <laughs> especially. And then when we get the F-H-E bumper the classic oh my God.
1: wobbly sound and everything. Oh yeah,
2: I'm sure that that noise is playing right now. <laughs> Yeah, so good it's right so, it's so classic because that was also on the the cartoon tapes too and a, a bunch of other things i think the super mario brothers super show vhs tapes also the official ones really I thought had that the was FHE. no 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 they had fhe distributed it but oh, Deke was also on there but Deke. they were at the end they did the tv <laughs> the dog and yeah. everything on the bed and deke. the deek. Why did that bedroom look so fucking creepy? Creepy, right? Yeah, it, it looks scary. The dog is scary. <laughs> yeah, everything <laughs> about that room is scary. It's like I want to go out the window. <laughs> I want to say deek. Like, get me out of here.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get to the movie proper. We get a shot of 1990 New York.
2: What a classic opening. It's the New York I remember as a
1: child, Joe. Yes.
2: A complete shithole. <laughs> don't go over there, Michael. Like they And they grab your
1: hand. Seriously, like, you know though. What I
2: mean, like that kind of New York. When
1: we were growing up, we were at the tail end of New York being a shithole, but it still was.
2: Oh, I vividly yeah. remember. I vividly remember like the advice of you don't look at anyone. <laughs> you don't speak to anyone. <laughs> you hold my hand the whole time. Right. You do not fucking <laughs> move wrong. In the city,
1: or they'll shoot you or something. Gotta love Dinkins, New York. Yeah,
2: it's terrible. <laughs> the tail end
1: of Koch also. Yeah. But anyway, we see people walking around in lower Manhattan, and then we see April O'Neill, the reporter, on the TV talking about how a crime wave is going on throughout the city. Now, this
2: is actually a very relatable thing on the news back then, so this seems real realistic, you know what I mean? Like, living in this area, like, we lived in this area so we got the New York Channel 7 News. So, and it's constantly, like, I just remember every day, a fire, uh, somebody jumped out of a building and, like, somebody stole a fucking bag of groceries. Like, it was just, like, endless, like, crime and disasters, like, every two seconds.
1: A hot tub was stolen today. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) like Like, weird shit. Like, I
2: literally remember this being how the news was in the New York City area back then. And we've got some sad news for you about that stray dolphin that captured the heart and
1: imagination of so many New Yorkers. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so a guy in a trench coat is reading the paper, but he has his wallet stolen now and passed on to a few people, which lands on some kid with a Sid Vicious shirt. <laughs> More on him later. Uh, it's then grabbed by, the wallet is, a guy with an armadillo ninja arm. <laughs> by the way, there's like very sinister music playing. Yes. The whole time. It's like, dun, 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 dun. I love, yeah. Down 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 down.
2: It's like, whoa,
1: okay. It's just like a fucking wallet. Calm down. Like. <laughs> So a very eighties delivery man, you know, hey, what do you want there? Hey. Yeah. He has his shit stolen from his truck. You know, we're talking skateboards, we're talking stereo systems. Yeah, And it's stolen in the
2: classic ninja quick
1: manner yeah. where you hear, like, and then he turns and around it's like unreasonably
2: fast. Yeah. Okay? It's like an entire bag <laughs> of like, like sixty fucking packages. Being like,
1: how the hell is that even possible? And the guy is like so eighties, right? Quinn yeah, is just like, oh come on here. Get you know? Out of here. <laughs> yeah, one of know. those. I love I do love Quinn that this whole crime it's just all like the most crime. It's yeah. not like anything really dangerous. Also,
2: notice, there, there is a theme, and I don't know if I took note of it, but it's all like Japanese electronics. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean. It like, is, though. Yeah, you're yeah. right about that. It's like, like Sony TVs and fucking that.
1: Like, all that kind of crap. Toshiba and stuff <laughs> like <laughs> that. stereos and That's stuff. That's so funny. Yeah. I never thought of that. Uh, now an old lady who's watching TV on her fire escape, apparently, has her TV stolen, and she grunts stupidly. She's like, huh? yeah. She's like Tim Allen or something. That, that was also quick, too. I mean, she literally looked away for
2: like two seconds. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Many don't even know they've been victimized until it's too late. In
2: huh? fact, she like knitting or something and yeah, then I'll- she was just like watching. She's like I think she went to like grab a glass of water or something and like Yarn. <laughs> yeah
1: it's like gone. uh we see a shot of the foot clan that's right these are some bad guys here loading shit into a <laughs> mario's diaper service that van
2: to be like an in joke i
1: i when i saw that i was like come on that's of something like only the adults noticed yeah, mario's diaper yeah. service. it's nighttime now and a bunch of these kids are sneaking under a fence and into some abandoned warehouse So Tatsu Quinn, the bald ninja man, we're going to see a lot of him, he wanders by and grunts at everyone who is excitingly opening their loot, and he's like, hmm. Notably, there's an 80s Burger King box in the (laughs) scene.
2: Did they have, like, a tie-in at the time with turtles also? Like, I swear, like, everyone had... Turtles were everywhere, man. Like, I swear they were definitely, like, they made the, the rounds at McDonald's and Burger King, oh, yeah, yeah. Kids Club, and Happy Meal shit. They were all over that.
1: They also had their own version of SpaghettiOs. Do you remember that? Oh, well, so did the Mario Brothers. So, yeah, right. Yeah. That was a big thing, too. April O'Neil, still reporting here on the news, says, The most disturbing silence of the silent crime wave. Is that silence coming? From City Hall Yep Basically shitting on the cops Like <laughs> from moment number one here So that's where we are right now So far there's a lot of crime In New York mm-hmm. April O'Neill is reporting about it Ninja and she, shit you know, There's some ninja shit And apparently the police Aren't doing enough That's what we know right now Okay. So now we see April leaving the studio in a yellow raincoat, which is a nod to the, yeah, the cartoon. cartoon.
2: And you, it's never on her ever again. Never again. Which is it's almost disappointing as a kid because the whole time I'm wondering... First of all, she didn't have a yellow raincoat. She had a yellow jumpsuit in the cartoon. And I remember she had the white um, boots. Yes. Which I always thought were socks because I was very confused. I'm like, why does <laughs> this lady not wear shoes? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like... I. I I just wish they went, like, a, a little further with it. With like, the yellow? Yeah, because they try to keep it too realistic in that sense. It's right. like, man, she's just walking back. Like, you could just, for two seconds, have the fucking, <laughs> like, the entire uniform. <laughs> right, like, right. the lady on the arcade machine. Right, yeah. So we had something in our head, too, that was like, oh, we know what it looks like right. in real life.
1: And one of the differences, folks, for uh for you purists out there, uh, is in a comic, April is actually a lab assistant of Baxter Stockman or some kind of what? science. So, yeah, she's not a reporter in the comic.
2: Oh, in the comic. In the I'm comic. Sorry. Gotcha. In the comic.
1: In this, obviously, she's a reporter and right. in the cartoon. Yeah. She's a reporter. So she's leaving the studio in her stupid little yellow raincoat there and wa- walking through a dirty parking lot before noticing a rat. And this is a great part of the buildup, Joe, because as kids, we're all
2: thinking, like, Splinter! <gasps> splinter! It right? Splinter. It's a rat. Like, like it's going to be Splinter, right? Because you don't know when you're watching this at first. Are they going to show us the origins right. when they go in the ooze and yeah. shit? So you're thinking, like, Oh, of course, like <laughs> yeah. he's going to go in the goo and, and he's going to become Splinter, right? right.
1: But that's not what happens. Yeah. April gets to her van. She's jumped by a bunch of guys stealing shit from it. Just as we hear one of them say, I got a watch. I got a watch. A sigh flies through yes. the air, knocks out a light now it's total darkness as we hear a type of brawl yeah and a distinct whoa from like a michelangelo voice (laughs) and we're like oh shit
2: yes the turtles because you know michelangelo he has like the most distinguishable voice of all the turtles so you're like oh boy yeah the surfer voice where are they yeah they got it and 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 our favorite like a lot of kids favorite was michelangelo so i thought that was also a good choice because he's the
1: most like kid friendly one he is he is so the cops show up now and from their headlights we can see the thugs are all tied up now with someone. I don't know who. Someone's looking on from a sewer. And are you thinking
2: what I'm thinking
1: at What's this point Quint? as a child?
2: We want the turtles! Yeah, where's where, the turtles? Where are the turtles? It's like you're like they are like building up the suspense and almost like as for children, like impatience. we yeah. like, like, Where we're, are they? We've never seen them in real like <laughs> life before. Like right. what do they look like? And you're just like all these thoughts are racing through your head, right? Yep.
1: So April's okay, she's just shaking up. She notices a sigh on the ground though, and she takes it as the mysterious creature from the sewer whispers Damn. Our first damn of the movie. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of damn. damn. (laughs) So now the classic turtle theme kicks in, Quinn. Yep, all happy, like and and like, you know, if you're a kid, you're like coming along too. Oh yeah. And we see shots throughout the sewer, some excited voices are now heard. It's freeze frame. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And still, we haven't
2: seen the turtles. No, just the the logo. logo. And at this point, I'm like, Ah, where
1: are they? (laughs) And then finally, right on cue, Leo jumps into the frame. Awesome.
2: So perfect especially for a kid's movie absolutely because as a kid like you don't have any patience you're a child oh god it's like (laughs) they just kind of play with you for they a couple you, of minutes they give you hints with the splinter april and the raincoat right you hear whoa and like you, <laughs> you see a sigh you know that's Raphael. Yep, you know only Raphael would curse because he yeah. says damn like all these like signs even the fucking logo freeze frames yep. like it doesn't go at first and you're like eh, where are they where are <laughs> yep. they and then you're like yeah <laughs> like i can just imagine a lot If in like Opening night, where parents took their children, and that the kids just a big like, f- fist in the air, yeah. like yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm
1: sure, yeah. I totally believe it. So Leonardo says, "Awesome." Michelangelo says, "Righteous." Donatello says, "Bossa Nova." Don, like fucking all <laughs> up,
2: like but like to me that's Don. Yeah,
1: like, that's he's what the he does. Dork. Chevy Nova? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then he decides on excellent. Uh, Raphael, though, he sulks behind them all mad about his sigh. Damn. (laughs) I want to take one second here because we just
2: talked about all the turtles. We didn't didn't say one of the most important things about Turtles fandom. Who was your favorite turtle? Donatello. Oh, me too. Donatello. Okay. Yeah, still I, is to this day. Gotcha. Yeah, I was Donatello because I, yeah. I was always like, how does he make all that, like, stuff? Like, yeah. I was like, I want to know how to, like, make a truck that shoots pizzas and shit like
1: that. <laughs> and I thought he was a good fighter, too. I liked his weapon. He
2: had a good weapon. The I, bow I, Very staff. versatile, <laughs> yes. especially in the video games. Like, it had all this range. Yes, that's like, one of the best things, but, like, the size
1: sucked the in the video size games. <laughs> sucked, but
2: wasn't it, like, really strong or something? Yeah, Raph yeah. was always the strongest because right, his yeah. weapon was dick. Leo was sort of, like, the mix <laughs> he's like between... like Mario. He's kind of the mix between Donatello and Raphael yeah
1: so uh, the turtles enter their uh, sewer condo or whatever it is and Leonardo's the first to go up to Master Splinter to say that we fought well what a kiss ass <laughs> like, they don't do a good job like
2: making anybody like Leonardo in this movie <laughs> yeah. like it's bad he's not He's not that likable is yeah, he yeah he's kind of like Fuck this guy! Like, like the other three have, like, a, at least they're distinct. Even the nerd Donatello is like, he's a little fun. He's too. good. Yeah, exactly. Donatello's but, good. Yeah, it's true. The whole movie, it's he's like good. Raphael's a dick, but he's also again, he's he's always like lighten
1: up, you know. Yeah. Like, he's got a personality, and, and Michelangelo
2: is just ridiculous. He's just
1: stupid. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's just ball. like
2: a stupid idiot. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so Splinter is all concerned. You know, were you seen? They weren't seen. He explains that uh, even their allies wouldn't understand that they're ninja fucking turtles fighting people. So as Splinter just yammers on here, we finally see this old-ass-looking rat. I gotta give props to Jim Henson. Great-looking puppet, seriously.
2: Oh, yeah, the, the, the first Splinter... Comparatively to all the other movies looked incredible. It and really it, does. And it's the one puppet you can tell they either like lost or something because he like immediately it's just like his head in like the later
1: ones. <laughs> in, in the third one, it's like the worst thing ever, yeah, and he sounds all I crappy. Think it's literally just his head. <laughs> I spent yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, this is Kevin Clash, the first two movies, who right. was also the voice of Elmo. Mm-hmm. Who, oddly. Yeah, oddly. Jim Henson maybe got him well, the gig.
2: I mean, all those Jim Henson Muppeteers, like they they were also like we jokingly call them Muppeteers but those people the people who handled that they were experts oh yeah like they were hired on many movies that involved any kind of puppeteering or special effect even because they were the only people doing that shit right. on a day-to-day basis and
1: these were very advanced animatronics for 1990 yeah. very advanced well they're
2: probably one of the most advanced ever because yeah. you know after this in the 90s we go to full CG right. so it's like to me you say these were advanced for 1990 these are advanced for, for now an- right for animatronics period because the people just stop fucking using them
1: good point yeah you know? Uh, so Splinter's hammering on, like I said here, Raphael confesses that he lost a sigh, and Splinter's like, it's fine, don't worry about it, like, who cares? Yeah, you know, he's, he's like, like, let it go. Yeah, he's like, like, let it go, it's okay, buddy.
0: I lost a sigh! Then it is gone. But I can get it back, I can
1: get it back! Raphael! Donatello tries to comfort Raph, but they get into a shoving match. Splinter says that their ninja skills are reaching their peak, but they still have an important lesson to learn, and he continues his sermon here. <laughs> yeah, I love this part. This is so stupid. Michelangelo is loudly ordering a pizza in the background on the phone on their payphone. By yeah. the way,
2: I love how he's being such an ass. Yeah, like, no fucking anchovies, dude. Yeah. If you and, like, put anchovies
1: on that pizza, yeah. yeah, it's
2: like he's like all and he's all loud and he's like spinning his nunchuck like a jerk, yeah. like on his finger. And you're just like, what a butthole! Like, <laughs> like, seriously, like he, he doesn't even care. Like Splinter's trying to give him like fatherly yeah. advice, and they he just doesn't even
1: care. If you reach the thing with it, you know, (laughs) you just hear Michelangelo (laughs) in the background. Underground.
0: Okay. I want a large thick crust with double cheese, ham, pepperoni. Your teenage mind.
1: So just as Mikey's just continuing to bitch about anchovies, Splinter just chucks a fucking book at him. I think a phone book, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Mikey's all, "The clock's ticking, dude!" Before hanging up. Yeah, as the turtles all like nudge, oh. act like they got
2: something on the like pizza <laughs> guy. They're like, "Yeah, we got good one. Him. Yeah. <laughs> good one, Mikey." Like you know, like it's like so. <laughs> this is the aspect of the turtles that as an adult you kind of like cringe. You're just like,
1: ugh. It's like it's shut so goofy up. though. Yeah. it's funny. Master Splinter now decides to take this specific moment. Of all moments to tell his sons or whatever the hell they are. Adopted sons, I would say. That yeah. seems to be the relationship, right? I guess so. That he's gonna die one day. <laughs> so he suggests this is fucking heavy to like just lay on the mess they're or ordering pizza. I know. <laughs> so he suggests a nice meditation session, but uh the turtles decide to dance to tequila instead. Yeah, what dorks?
0: <laughs> I suggest we all meditate now on the events of this evening.
2: by the way how disrespectful is that shit like it's like (laughs) one day i'm gonna die you gotta like learn this shit (laughs) yeah Te- te- tequila! It's like, what? Uh, what a bunch of buttholes. Like, you would think it would only be Michelangelo because he's proven but how disrespectful it's like well, Donatello and like, Leo. Like, teaming up with him. Like, he's, like Donatello and Michelangelo like, instigate the shit. Yeah, they
1: do. And Leo even gets into it. Yeah.
2: Mikey's like, well, this is like meditating. Yeah. Well, and then with the, like, splinter with the eyebrow the people's wrist, like, eyebrow. Yeah, literally, like, people's eyebrow, like, these fucking kids, man. Like, seriously, at some point in this movie, I swear he just goes, kids. He like, like just out of like annoyance
1: kids yeah uh, Raphael's like I'm done with this shit I'm going to a movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ray Romano <laughs> I'm going to a movie Deb uh, while donning a trench coat and a yep. rain hat we, 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 <laughs> again
2: allusion to the, the the show because undercover whenever the turtles were in disguise that's like literally why I begged my parents for the one trench coat turtle that they made undercover Don yes because I because that actually looked like the cartoon one yeah. I, I was always mad as a kid I was like why don't they make all of them have trench because i would like an entire set of didn't them. they
1: later i think they did
2: did they and they because, just re-released the um, dawn with it i didn't know that i think as they. as did. a kid i thought only dawn was
1: the one they made and i was always like that's stupid well i got i quick interlude i stopped with the figures probably around ninety three, ninety four, but they continued a bit longer So there were probably a lot of other figures that were released after we stopped with them. Yeah.
2: I mean, honestly, if I recall, as far as the stopping with the figures is concerned for Turtles specifically, it's basically when the Power Rangers came out. Yeah. Like like, I was like, well, I got to get these now. I don't have time for the, I have a million of these anyway. Yeah.
1: That's kind of what it was for me. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, Leo just dances stupidly. He's like, oh, okay. And (laughs) (laughs) then we just get a shot of the rainy, dumb sewer as a turtle is skateboarding. And I got a little blooper for you here. I've never noticed this before. Yeah. You can see the non-turtle arm of the skateboarder at one hmm. point. It's supposed to be Donatello, right. but you can see his arm sweeping into the frame. It's in like
2: the darkness that you really have to look, right? Yeah, you have it's to look. Like, it's not like they just left some shit. In. No, they messed yeah. up, but yeah. they
1: didn't mean to. You know? Right, exactly. So Michelangelo's sitting there, chewing on a popsicle stick as Donatello sits next to him. Mikey says, the pizza dude's got 30 seconds.
2: Pizza dude's got 30 seconds.
1: Donnie asks if Mikey has ever thought about what Splinter said, you know, not being around. Mikey just no-sells him, and he's like, Time's up. Three bucks off. Yeah, he doesn't care. Like, it's <laughs> like, really? Like, what is this betrayal? Well, he's ignoring. No, he cares. He just he doesn't want he to he cope with he it. He doesn't want
2: to think about it. Yeah. Is that what they're trying to say? He, he cares. Yeah, it's just like, it's... They don't, no put, they don't even put like a sigh... Like, there's no indication that he cares. And maybe this is just a disconnect between the, like, animatronics, too, for me. Maybe, Like, I yeah. just wasn't reading that he gave a shit. Like, yeah, I was he, just like, what a fucker.
1: Like, maybe you're supposed to think that at first. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: It's not like if you looked at a real kid, you could kind of tell. It's right. like you're looking at a guy in a
1: turtle suit. It's not, like, exactly <laughs> obvious. Right. So we get a shot of the street now where a delivery scooter pulls up, and I uh, got some trivia for you again. That's the guy in the Michelangelo costume doing the cameo as the driver oh really the guy that plays him in the costume the, not the voice. Guy? yeah wow he's like older than I thought yeah but, probably in his 30s or something yeah. there yeah interesting I thought they'd pick a young guy
2: for I mean these big heavy sweaty suits it like, <laughs> seems like you would need a young guy like, nah, I know that
1: won't like die <laughs> well he did okay yeah so he's uh, he's like 122 and an eighth. One 122 and an eighth. where the heck is 122 and an 8 and then we hear the voice from the sewer
2: you're standing on it dude I like this big because <laughs> yeah. it, it's funny. It's like an bit. eighth. Yeah, yeah it, it, it
1: makes sense. Mikey shoves a $10 bill through the uh, sewer cover, takes the pizza down. And I always found it funny, Quinn, that there's a Pizza Hut commercial yes. in the beginning of this. I was just going to say. But it's Domino's in yeah, the movie. The shameless
2: Domino's. Plug. <laughs> now, do you think that this was... So Domino's gotten the movie proper. Do you think Pizza Hut like kind of... They were like, well, when the VHS comes out, we got to be on that. Maybe. Like, maybe that
1: was the deal. Maybe. Yeah. Just think of the exposure now to right. pizza companies. Right.
2: And if you're if you're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the license, you're like, well, I'll take money from both. Yeah, like, it's exactly. Like Domino's. You can be in the movie pizza. You can be on the, the tape at the beginning. You get the trailer.
1: Like, there yeah. you go. So the delivery guy's all upset. It's got a $10 bill with the tabs, 13, but he's two minutes late. And then Michelangelo, with some wisdom here. He says, wise men say forgiveness is divine, but never f- pay full price for late pizza
2: it's not even a real Chinese proverb. They're not even like, okay, like this is where they do this. Sometimes with The turtles, like they, he does the Chinese proverb, but aren't they supposed to be ninjas or Japanese? Like this Correct. is, I don't like this, like mixing, like, Oh, it's just like vaguely Asian. I don't know. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, cut to the turtles townhouse here where Leo is slicing a pizza with a swords. A slice lands right on Splinter's head. And that's where he's like, mm, there it is. Yeah. Kids. Whoops kids Meanwhile, Raff walks out of a movie theater in New York. It was playing Critters by oh, the way. I, I was
2: I was actually looking for that and I couldn't <laughs> yeah. find it. I was like
1: I actually looked on the screen. I was yeah. like, what did he see? Critters. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's all disgusted. He's like, "Why did they come up with this stuff or whatever?" Yeah. Isn't that a Jim Henson joint also? Is it Henson? Or he
2: might be involved. That, that's probably what the connection is. That would be is. the jo- it's yeah. definitely
1: a a, a rib, yeah, so exactly. to speak. So two hoodlums now steal some old lady's purse or marble rye, maybe, I don't know. But Raph trips them, shows off his sai, so they run away stupidly over a hedge.
2: Yeah, and into Central Park, which is a notorious haven for crime in the <laughs> 80s, by the way. Like, if you are not from this time, it was like, this was a time period where, like, you didn't go into Central Park after dark. It wasn't okay. No,
1: I mean, most notably lampooned and shown in uh, Home Alone 2.
2: Yeah, also, um, didn't Johnny Carson make an infamous joke about it? like that probably the criminals are, are jumping out <laughs> of
1: central park it's it's so scary or something <laughs> probably suddenly casey jones jumps down from a tree and beats the fuck out of these kids with a hockey stick now were you
2: surprised mm-hmm. i wanted i wanted to ask this question yeah were you surprised as a kid that casey jones was even in this movie because he was always treated as like a side character yeah and in the cartoon, so it was he's not that even, even in he, the cartoon much. Yeah, right? he isn't right. I had his action figure, but like other than that, I didn't see him much. And so I was actually like taken aback. Yeah, when I first saw this, I was like, "Whoa, Casey Jones! That's, well, that seems like a deep cut, right?"
1: I, you know, I was because I saw the second one first, and he wasn't. He's not in that one, right? Exactly. So when I went back to watch this, I was like, what "Casey Jones from the the guy with the hockey
2: mask." Yeah, it was. I just always thought that this was kind of a crazy that he's even in this. I'll tell
1: you what, though, this the guy that plays him, uh, Elias Koteas. He is great. Yeah, he, he is really, really. It's good. a great portrayal. And they end up bringing him back for the third one too. To, yes, they to watch the the Japanese, the Japanese guys. guys. Yeah, and I also love that he has the hockey mask here, just as a quick nod to the cartoon. Yeah, and then it's
2: like it never comes no. back. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> he would look dumb.
2: Well, stupid uh, if he, they introduced him without the hockey mask. Because then you'd be like, "Who is this, this guy?" guy? Yeah. Like exactly. <laughs> like there is no like anything to right. link him to it without it.
1: So he's instantly recognizable. Yeah, and he uh, goes for uh, another shot on the uh, on the kids here, but rath actually shoves him down in case <laughs> he's like. Like, hey, Bogey, now who died and made you referee?
2: How about a five-minute game misconduct for roughing,
1: pal? Hey, Bogey, now who died and made you referee? You
2: did your job. Now get out of here and let me do mine. These JV lowlifes need to be taught a lesson.
1: Uh, so they bicker. Raf and Casey do his board <laughs> jokes <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Kids run away. Casey decides to uh, bust, out a pair of base- bust out a pair of baseball bats now and teach Pain 101, your instructor, Casey Jones. Raf's like, I don't want to fight you. Casey takes a few swings, misses all of them. (laughs) Raph catches the bat and he's like, a Jose Canseco bat. Tell me you didn't pay money for this. A Jose Canseco bat. Tell me you didn't pay money for this.
2: Are the Turtles Yankees fans or Mets fans? Do they ever say? I got to think like
1: Leo would be the Mets fan. I
2: would think Michelangelo would be a Mets fan too. He seems like a Mets fan.
1: Uh, yeah maybe yeah. like big fan of Bobby Bonilla or something yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you know yeah. who I mean Gary Carter who else is on the Mets around Leo there? would like the Yankees actually think? I think yeah I think because oh, of the class and the, the tradition very
2: serious maybe Donatello would join him in Yankees fandom and then like Michael Michelangelo Raphael definitely Mets fan. Raph the Mets fan oh, okay. he's so angry just getting like, pissed when they yeah, blow exactly. games and like, stuff and Michelangelo is just a doof so he doesn't even care <laughs> like you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah it makes sense so Casey whacks Raph finally and when he gets up his hat is off raphael's is Casey's like what are you a punker raf swings and misses twice but then he gets a float over and hits a home run with the bat as we get like baseball <laughs> music like so silly dun, 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 dun. yeah <laughs> yeah so casey says new game roundhead cricket and then yeah, we have yeah, classic line which too. i'm just gonna dump it in right here instead okay. of saying it cricket cricket nobody understands cricket you gotta know what a
2: crumpet is to understand cricket
1: Classic quote. Yeah, it's, it's. We, I think we still quote this. Like, I love it. It's so ridiculous. it Yeah. Casey offers to teach Raf cricket by knocking him into a garbage can and then just leaving.
2: Yeah. So- I, I like also though that this points out two things. Casey is like kind of their equal. And yes. secondly, the turtle's weakness sometimes can be their shell because that's like what fucks them up here. because yeah. his shell like gets like caught, but no, they, it's very subtle. But I always noticed it as a kid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, see if it, if you. Do the right thing to them. They can't like escape because right. of their shells. They're,
1: they are turtles. Yeah. Uh so Raf annually gives chase down the street, across the street, flipping over a cab, leading to another great exchange. This is great.
0: What the heck was that? Look like sort of a big title in a trench coat. You're gonna look watt you, right?
2: This is what I love about this movie, Joe, is it like <laughs> plays off how fucking geared New York City was in the eighties. Like, and I love that the taxi driver. Like, because this is, like, how it was. Like, yeah. there is so much weird shit in this city that a uh, humanized turtle, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. like, seriously, like, would you even bat an eye? <laughs> right, right. That, that was always an, a side joke with the turtles in general is that they could only exist in New York City because, like, they would <laughs> nobody would even care they could just like wear a trench coat and, like be like oh that's a really ugly looking guy
0: like
1: especially where they are which is in a very lower manhattan i mean we're talking like the bowery area right, and stuff exactly. like that where it just gets a little nutty down there more trivia for you guys the passenger in the cab the one that says what the hell was that voice of Raphael oh and not only the voice this guy is the only one of the four that also was in the costume so okay. he was the costume, and then he redubbed his voice for the oh, movie. interesting. I didn't know that. Everyone else has a separate voice and costume actor. Gotcha, after. gotcha. So just a little trivia there. Obviously, Donatello, we should mention. The voice of Donatello is the most notable person in the movie at the time. Corey Feldman. Yes, Corey Feldman. should mention him real yeah, quick. He's, not, is he, he's in the movie also, isn't he? He is not. He, he does not make okay. an appearance.
2: Okay, he's not in the background no, anywhere. No, not that okay. I know of.
1: Uh, neither does the voice of Michelangelo, Robbie Rist, right. who was started his career as Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch. Yes, I know Robbie Rich, <laughs> Right, definitely, yeah. And he uh, he voices Mikey in all three movies. Interesting. And so does the voice of Leo, Brian Tochi, I think. It's interesting
2: the guys they got to come back for movies and the people they didn't.
1: You know, Rath has a different voice in all three movies, although the one in the second does like a near-perfect imitation of this one. Did
2: any of the cartoon
1: voices come and voice any of these turtles? Do no. so they double in any of them? Nope. Okay. Not at all. Yeah, Donatello is... Uh, Adam Carl in the second movie I think and then back to Corey Feldman for the third interesting and I forget who the hell does a splinter in the third but he's horrible the more you know yeah yeah see there you go just uh, doing what I can to help you guys out here with my working hard as he can my random turtle knowledge here anyway yells down the street leading to a very loud damn (laughs) (laughs) damn as we see the Chrysler building. To me, this is
2: the biggest damn of the movie. Oh, yeah. This is like, oh, look, you cursed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as a kid, you're like, radical, dude. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> That's
1: what you said, right? Yeah. To your dad exactly. or whatever. Uh, back to the Turtles apartment here where Splinter has waited up for Raphael. R- Raph is all sad. I know. I, I really actually like this part a
2: lot because it, it, says, a lot, it says a lot about the relationship. Splinter really yeah. loves them.
1: Yeah. And he and really it, does. The,
2: this is where you're like... Man, this movie is like, it's got some heart, you know? Like, it's not just some, like, all the catchphrases and some action stuff. Cash grab. Yeah, like exactly. The third. <laughs> this is the part of the movie, and I'm you'll go over it in a second, but yeah. I just want to note that it's like, I think why this movie resonates so much is, is it's just kind of got, it doesn't just make them random
1: jerks who beat up people with karate right. and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I get yeah. it, Quinn. I get it.
0: No, you don't.
1: So Spuddle goes into a, a lecture here about his master, Yoshi. <laughs> And uh, how he learned how to be peaceful and you got to control your anger. And he lectures Raphael about the dangers of staying angry. And the spiritual music (laughs) here is really laying it on thick. And I'm actually like not joking. No, I know.
2: You're just kind of like, man.
1: This is serious. Who
2: cares about him?
1: Yeah, and Raph gets a bit emotional there.
2: I am here, my son.
1: Cut to the next day now in April's apartment where her doofy boss, Charles, is very upset. That she didn't call him about this mugging last night, so she doesn't seem to mind the mugging. Mm -hmm. She applies makeup to her bruise as we see a shot of Charles' crappy son Danny in the kitchen. This kitchen
2: is so (laughs) shitty, Joe.
1: By the way, it's like really dumpy. It's
2: almost like why would Charles take his child to April's like horrible apartment? Like, you know what I mean? Like you would think it would be the other way around. Like he'd be like, April, can you just come see me in the morning because I got to take Danny to school. You know Danny. what I mean? Like yeah. it's like it seems like it should be the other way around.
1: <laughs> Danny and now Danny is the kid from the first bit of the movie there, one of the kids that was past the wallet in the yeah, Sid Vicious shirt. Exactly. So when you'll There's remember him. So Charles is all pissed now about how Danny doesn't like going to school and how he wears headphones and he wonders where the hell he got those things anyway. <laughs> and then he's looking out the window very pensively just wondering about this horrendous petty crime wave.
2: Just
0: what is going on out there, April?
2: Now, I got news for him. It's been this way since the 70s. Like, he's like, man, it's like you can't even go out anymore, and you're just going to get beat up and mugged. And it's like, dude, like, where the fuck have you been? It's been this way since, like, Ford dumps New York or whatever, remember? (laughs) Ford tells New York get a life or whatever. I'm probably
1: butchering. Good. It's even better when you do things like that. Uh, As they're going on about this, you know, petty crime wave, Danny notices a $20 bill hanging out of April's wallet. He decides to grab it. Yeah, uh, while well, April was just going on about how she heard some things coming out of Little Tokyo, and Chief <laughs> Stearns is going to have some answering to do. Now, does the Little Tokyo even exist in
2: here? Like, what is she talking about? Like, yeah. the, that's yeah. not Little real, Tokyo is it?
1: wrestled at WrestleMania the three. Stop it. No, I think it is a real neighborhood. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I think it is. I think they're...
2: Okay, this is the part of the movie, and this is what I meant about the Japanese equipment, too, mm-hmm. that they're very distinctly not Chinese, that the, the bad guys are Japanese. Have you noticed this? Like, Little Tokyo. I don't think that's a thing, or maybe it's a newer thing. There's a Little Tokyo in Los Angeles. Right, exactly, but not New York City. There's a Little Chinatown, but there's not Little
1: Tokyo. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> well, what there they're is talking a, about. Well, there is a Japan town... Is there a Japantown in New York City? Let's find out here. This well, they, is very there's important. Always,
2: there's always sectors, but I'm just saying, like, is that like a known thing? Never, Chinatown's very
1: prominent in New York City. It's like huge. There is a, in the East Village, like a, a prominent Japanese population right. in St. Mark's Place, but no, from what I understand, it may not be an actual formal thing, Quinn. Yeah, I,
2: uh, that's why I was but like he this. he did team with is, uh, Lord Littlebrook. Yeah, th- this is totally just them trying to, like, make the connection where, like, video games and televisions and, like, all the shit that they're stealing. Unless she was talking to L.A.
1: and they're like, oh, this is like that, maybe. Oh, so the she footer. She is a reporter. The footer really in L.A. all along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway charles tells her to just calm the hell down with all this okay as we cut the city hall now where chief stearns uses very overly complicated terms to explain what they're doing we are presently executing a plan of redeployment that will minimize response
0: time while maximizing coordination between patrol units
1: so april asks him to repeat that again in English. And a visibly annoyed Stearns reiterates that everything is under control. He looks like a human Koopa, by <laughs>
2: the way. Like and he's like all sweaty and gross. Like uh, ugh. This guy, like he just looks he's like, awesome. like ugh. I don't wanna talk to him. This is
1: um Raymond Sarah. He was in the second movie also, briefly. Not as big as a G role. Stearns? Yeah, he's in the second movie.
2: Oh, is Chief sterns in the side When Toka
1: and Rezar, like, destroy the... Oh,
2: you're right, right, right yeah. He's briefly...
1: It's no. not as big a role. But we
2: get to that eventually. Maybe I think we might future, have to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, the Turtles are actually watching this whole report on their TV, and I admit that it's pretty impressive they even have a TV. It has
2: bunny ears, but still, how do they get reception in
1: the sewer? I don't know. Like,
2: that's not how that works. <laughs> Unless they, like, run a cable up through, like, the top and just, like, cheaply do it. It's I like, wouldn't put it past Donnie. <laughs> they wedge it in between the sewer say, opening. see say. <laughs> it's it's- a, that's... A- I mean, that's what they would probably it's possible. Do. Uh, or they just hook into whatever buildings below them. Yeah, maybe they're just head. stealing cable. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, April starts the question, Sterns, now about the Foot Clan. That's the first time we've heard this term used. Just then, we see some weird ass control room where the main villain of the film, the Shredder, is watching this interview. <laughs> On multiple, you know, presumably stolen TVs. (laughs) Yeah, so
2: this is completely impractical, but it's cool as hell. I feel like they're trying to make it like the Technodrome, (laughs) Joe, but like they didn't have the budget. Like, think about it. Like, this is exactly like that room. Especially remember in the video game, all there's the like, TVs. there's like a zillion and shredders on each going, ha ha ha, like yeah. on like a thousand TVs. Yeah. Like, I swear, like, even the earlier video games had shit like the arcade games, like, had shit like this. With this, that whole aesthetic of there being 7,000 tele- like tiny TVs was a thing. Yeah, late, you're right. right. So, I don't you know, know why. Well, because it makes it look, first of all, he stole all that shit. Yeah, so. that's true. Second of all, it's dark. And third of all, it seems like he's so sinister that he's somehow like tracking everything that's going on in the city like technology yeah, or but, whatever uh, he's
1: watching one channel just to, i yeah.
2: understand that but only it, look it's at like one at once. Scenes, like for two seconds so like as a kid you're just like whoa he's got a million tvs yeah. he's got computers and right. stuff and, you know <laughs> radical
1: dude <laughs> so he throws a dagger at one of the tvs and then says to literally no one in particular find her sorry sorry. Uh, (laughs) the the turtles except Raphael are all gaga over her Raph meanwhile leaves again in his trench coat and his hat we go back to city hall now where uh, Stearns calls April into his office in the background though Danny is being escorted into the building by two cops now am I just remembering wrong with I go yes no you're right like
2: strolls by but like just Just only for for that yeah
1: So now in Stern's office, he's so funny. This guy is really good. He's like, just what are you trying to accomplish out there besides busting my chops? (laughs) It's good. Just what is it you hope to accomplish out there besides busting my chops? It's
2: funny. Ralph Cramden or (laughs) something. He
1: is, though. He even looks like him. Even his
2: uniform looks like a bus
1: driver. He doesn't (laughs) look like a cop. He (laughs) sounds like Cramden. I really think that might be the inspiration. Yeah, it probably is. April's on phase, though, and she just wants Sterns to do something about the foot so does mel phillips uh, so he's all should i really waste my fucking time and resources because a few immigrants a little tokyo are reminded of something that happened years ago in japan and that uh, he ends with a hilarious are you trying to tell me how
2: to do my job yeah then he like she's like storms out with her hands over her ears. yeah
1: and the guy that timed her he's like 107 a new record
0: Why are you trying to tell me how to
1: do my job
0: 107 a new record
1: why was yeah. he British? I don't know. <laughs> A new record. Maybe
2: just to make him seem more sophisticated because he's operating camera equipment. He's sitting on
1: the dirty floor. You know, the, you know how it is in the 80s. <laughs> A new record. Yeah. Uh, anyway, outside City Hall, Ralph reads the New York Post as April leaves. He wants his side back. You're although, right, he does. Although at least there's like the wacky music <laughs>
2: playing to show that like it's more innocent yeah he's not gonna hurt her her. like yeah it's like it's like no he's not like gonna do anything
1: he just wants a sigh yeah it's like
2: yeah it's very like funky dory yeah
1: so he decides to follow her down the steps to the station where she's just Mr. train, Quinn. And
2: she's all alone, which seems unrealistic
1: in the middle of the day. Yeah, like, I know, in New so- York. Like, get out of here. It's
2: like a completely abandoned. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. No one else missed the train. Yeah, there's and, no like, one waiting. City Hall. Yeah. Like, you know what I
2: mean? It's not like there's no one around. A
1: little far-fetched there. Yeah. Uh, as April stands on the platform, a bunch of Foot Clan members in uniform approach, and we get the... <laughs> We've been waiting for you, Miss O'Neill. <laughs> Fake
2: Japanese accent. What is so, We have
1: been waiting for you, Miss O'Neill.
2: It's horrible. <laughs>
0: We've been waiting for you, Miss O'Neill.
2: So it's, bad. It's like the only time they do it, too. <laughs> yeah, it's the and, only, literally. And you know what's stupid about that, by the way? Because I don't want to spoil anything, but they tell us that these kids are not Japanese. Most of them aren't. There's yeah, like One. Like, <laughs> yeah uh, apparently it's this guy it's like, <laughs> like what the
1: fuck like i think he is the only one yeah and she's like what am i on my sony payments uh <sighs> oh, yeah. so she gets slapped for that yeah, one the, the jokes are terrible he's like don't make fun of me yeah <laughs> anyway she busts out Raph's side but quickly gets it kicked away she decides to just take them all on with the purse but she gets knocked out by a punch just then i love this yeah raf retrieves his sigh Along the ground, and then just storms in, kicking all of their asses quickly. Now, Raph was so cool here, and I, know. I actually used to have a trading card of Raph doing the like pose. The jump?
2: No, 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 where oh. he's like in the trench coat, and he's like got his two sides out, and he's like, "Bring it on!" Yeah, you know, like I, I think he's still half in the trench coat.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I love the way he just busts it in the scene and just yeah. kicks their asses here. It's it good. is and good. Like a hero too, yeah. he like saves April. It's actually really good. He scoops her up as the next train is approaching, runs as fast as possible with her down the tunnel, but a foot clan member quietly follows behind with a big like jump yep. down. Do, 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 do. <laughs> they always play that music cut to the turtle den where Leo, I like the close-up of Leo, are you crazy? It's yeah. really funny. Are you crazy? And Rav has a great line. Yeah, Leo, I'm crazy, okay? A loony, okay? Yeah, Leo, I'm crazy, okay? A loony, okay? That's <laughs> really good. <laughs> it's good. And he's like, why? And he's, you know, wanted to redecorate a couple of throw pillows, TV news reporter. I love his sarcasm because <laughs> it's, it's
2: funny. Well, it's also good because it's like, this is how New York is. You know what I mean? He it's
1: is like, the most New York. He's
2: the most, like, he's absorbed the city more. Right. And they, and they even prove it by the fact that he goes out the most. You know, he's yeah. amongst people the most, so he clearly, like, picks it up. He's the only it, one to
1: have to wear that thing, right? right. They, it's like
2: the It's like the little touches like that. It's like Michelangelo has clearly been raised by television with the way he speaks. Right. Donatello yeah. is like obviously just a dork. He so just figured it all out as he went. He's a bookworm, right? Yeah. You think, like, well, actually, and Leo's like all oh, Master Splinter, Master Splinter, right, right. right? Like it's like, it's even reflected in how they talk, though. And I That's like good that. Point. And I'm like that the movies even like pick that up that they put rafts the only one
1: that goes out he's the street smart one right. he's yeah, a exactly. sarca- yeah it's a good point so splinter barges in he's like what the hell's going on here and donnie's like it's the news lady so splinter's like water cold washcloth
2: pillow splinter's like mad but calm which yeah. i actually like like he's like i know how to handle this situation <laughs> like it's like it's like don't freak the fuck out that there's like a human here like, you know like yeah. he's like just help her
1: yeah we got this <laughs> yeah unfortunately though the foot guy has been and i'm not talking about mel phillips has been spying on them through the door. He finally leaves now. So his Splinter's rat hand caresses April's face, she wakes up and, of course, has a shit fit. Yeah,
2: and Mike <laughs> is all like, Hi! Yeah. And, and she just like freaks out We're like all nice. He's like, yeah. Hi there! Yeah, right. all,
1: <laughs> I always like that. Hi! Yeah. <laughs> all happy. Yeah. Hi! So she's like, I'm dead! <laughs> I love that line. And she's like, No, I must be dreaming. So Splinter's like, calm down. I'm going to tell you the whole story. And April's like, why don't I ever dream about Harrison Ford? And by the way, April is very Aunt Jackie
2: here. (laughs) And as a kid, I thought, and I'm not kidding, like, maybe, like, she is Aunt Jackie, like, the actress. Like, I was like, there was a time in my life, because, like, I didn't have this VHS tape, and I only had two, and I had a different April. So like mm. I always like there was a time in my life where I was like I couldn't get my I had to rent that VHS tape every now and then right and I was like oh well Aunt Jackie was in Turtles like I just thought that
1: wait you really did yeah no, it's not the same person yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, good time to bring up this is Judith Hogue she refused to do the second one or they didn't want her to but she's great here Paige Turco took over for April in I a like two Paige and three Turco she's as good
2: April even though I mean she brought us one of those horrible lines from three that I'm sure we'll eventually get to. It's
1: you spoiled it. I right, can yeah. edit it. Okay. All right. We won't get to it. Yeah. Quick, okay. I don't want to mention it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Splinter's story. And this is where we get some exposition for anyone maybe not entirely familiar with the plot, which is nice. This is good for the adults in the It room. is. Seriously. Because like, like, who the fuck are these? <laughs> like, why are they, these <laughs> turtles here? Right. Like, why
2: is this? Like, ex-
1: why is this a thing? <laughs> That's and, like every dad in America in the dad, spring like, of 90s. What is
2: it? Magic? Like, you know what I mean? Oh like, it, do
1: they have a mustache when they're saying that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Magic? Yeah. <laughs> Theatrical. For fifteen years, Splinter and the Turtles have been here, but before that, Splinter was a karate fighting pet rat of his master, Hamato Yoshi. Is Yoshi supposed to be aware that his
2: rat was also training like behind his back, like copying him? Like they never say. Because he never acts like mentioned. he's all close to Yoshi. I'm sure this fucking guy was just like I just had this pet,
1: despite like, all his rage. Like, was still like, just a rat. In a y- cage. Yeah, exactly. Because
2: <laughs> uh, tell the story here, but the, I have one more comment on it. <laughs> it's like, fine.
1: yeah. So they were forced to come to New York, though Splinter says, and he was without a home, wandering the sewers. So he found a shattered glass jar and four baby turtles, mm-hmm. and they're crawling into some green ooze. Splinter put them into a coffee can. By the way, yeah. Now this is weird. Watching a normal rat with a spoon
2: (laughs) gather up baby turtles like that is so strange. That's like one of the weirdest sights ever. Just like a rat gathering turtles. Like it's like he's like a normal rat, but it's kind of like more like the rats from like Muppets, like that kind, except not as like loud and
1: proud. He's not loud or proud. Yeah, no.
2: And they just kind of made his arms just long enough so that he could like pick up something. (laughs) These turtles into the coffee. And I don't get that too because. So there's some weird implication I want to say here. This this is what I was saying about Yoshi. Like, is he aware that this rat thing is like, there's some weird implication that Splinter was smart before the goop. Like, they don't really say, right? It's very confusing. Like, you know what I mean? He remembers being a pet. Right. Exactly. It's that. And that he like, he aped his master Yoshi. And it's like, But But how could he do that anyway? First of all, how would he even know he did that? That's what I... Yeah, you know what? This
1: movie's unrealistic. Yeah, it's
2: just bizarre. Well, (laughs) it's unrealistic in its own, like, rules. It's like the goo is what, like, makes them as you're about to, like... like, human. Right, exactly.
1: Good point. So go ahead. So the next day, all these turtles were bigger. Eventually, one of them talked. Of course, it was pizza, pizza. Of course. That's probably not what happened, but (laughs) okay. That must have been Mikey. Yeah. Uh, How do they even know what pizza is? They don't... (laughs)
2: Exactly. This whole thing's falling apart. We better shut it down. This
1: backstory is a little (laughs) loopy here. He then decided to teach them the martial arts like he's fucking Mr. Fuji or something. His master Yoshi taught him. He named them all after Renaissance painters, because why not? And they act all sly as he, like, says
2: the names. like He's like, Michelangelo, Donatello. And they're like, do 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 I'm like,
1: like, well, I'm serious. They think like, they're good. They
2: think they are so good as, like, Splinter says
1: their names. Like, but especially, like, Rath chewing on his side. Yeah,
2: he's practically, like, chewing on the scenery
1: everyone is. (laughs) They think they're the best thing ever when he says their name. You're right. They're like so assy about it. Yeah, it's funny. (laughs) April realizes that she's definitely not dreaming. We then cut to the turtles in April walking through the sewer to take April home.
2: Now, can I just say, is it pretty quick to you that April's just like, yeah, this is... This is yeah, this is fine. <laughs> it's like, let me go walk with them in a dark sewer. <laughs> yeah. they, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just met these people. They're fucking mutants. <laughs> I just talked to a rat that is a human rat thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: walk me home. <laughs> yeah, walk me home. So they're going to 11th and Bleecker, That's where she lives, by the way. That's down in the Bowery area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they climb out of the sewer... <laughs> and April offers them frozen pizza. This is a hilarious thing
2: that is a... Like a thing for the rest of the movie. There's like the sounds where it's like BRIMP! and yeah. like and they like pop up and yeah. like Mikey's like, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's ridiculous.
1: It's true. So we cut to April's crummy apartment again, above an antique store. We learned. Remember that for later. Yep. Where Mikey's just doing horrible impressions of Rocky Balboa and James Cagney. Raph hates it. It's good, and April <laughs> thinks it's hilarious. And that's true. Yeah. I should also note. I just I happen to glance at the table. Leo's drinking a Diet Pepsi. Why? And Mikey's drinking a juice box. It's just like the little touches. It's a touch that they're fucking children. Yeah, like, but like Leo with the yeah. Diet Pepsi. I know, but
2: also just like the juice box also it's yeah. funny. Uh, it's Mikey, I think you know? the Diet Pepsi, are you getting at that like oh, because he's so serious. He's gotta it's watch like his calories and, and sugar. He, yeah, because he's gotta like exercise it's yes. so
1: fucked up. It's good, right? Yeah. Uh, Leo says it's time to go because Splinter worries. That's funny. He's like, he worries. Yeah. Uh, turtles file out As April acts like this whole experience has been completely normal, like you said. Yeah, she's, like,
2: all impressed. She, like, acts like
1: the teenage girl who's just like, man, that was such a good
2: time with my friends. I'm going to remember this forever, right? It's like, (laughs) these are the times of our lives. You know, like, that that look on her face, it's just like, oh, what a night. (laughs) Oh, what a good night Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
1: So, uh, you know what? We're going to keep this good night going here, but we have to take a quick break. Maybe get yourself a new slice of pizza. Okay. Anything like that you might need to do. Get yourself a Diet Pepsi if you're more like Leonardo. Mm -hmm. Perhaps a juice box. Juice box. Uh, (laughs) As if you're a child like like Michelangelo. But we will be coming back in a minute here with more of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here on our Vantage Point. Oh,
0: They live in the dark. Radical, dude. And they only come out when it's time to eat. Oh, New Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pasta from Chef Boyardee. Delicious pasta shaped like Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, <laughs> and Michelangelo. Turtle power! Kids, yes, i told you, you can only have your turtles in the kitchen.
1: New Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pasta. Why, thank goodness for Chef Boyardee.
0: Fresh from the sewer, and into your Nintendo Entertainment System comes Ultra's version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now you can take control of these heroes in a half shell as they nunchuck, swim,
1: and bazooka blast their way through sewers and streets, ridding the world of rival robots, wretched ruffians, and the evil Foot Clan forever. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles,
0: they're out of the sewers and available where Ultra games are sold.
1: And welcome back, Turtle fans, to our Vantage Point. Today, we're reviewing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990, Michael. Totally tubular, dude. <laughs> yes, it is. Radical. We hope you've been enjoying this so far. We're taking a a rare break from wrestling entirely this week. I mean, yeah. really, there's pretty much nothing to do with wrestling this. I mean, in this is
2: in Turtles 2.
1: So. <laughs> so, yeah, there's some wrestling elements in Turtles 2, but in this one, no, it's just a... Uh, just romping through this movie here, a personal favorite of both of us, and something I still rewatch every couple years, I do think, you? to this day. Yeah, every I now actually and then. I
2: hadn't seen this in a very long time. I watched it every not. few years.
1: Yeah. I've made my wife watch it with me, etc. This
2: movie isn't like um, Star Wars, the original trilogy to me. It's something that I watch every couple years. Oh, yeah? I really like the original trilogy a lot, a lot. Well, I, do, I do, too. It's yeah, good. It's the
1: original's just, good. I,
2: yeah, it just, it, this movie is like one of those things. The way I think of it is it's like... It's better left a memory, kind of thing, or it's like I don't want to soil,
1: like you don't that, want to that, sully
2: sully that feeling of like I don't know because I guess it's just because it's like one of those first memory kind of movies. You so, know?
1: so you're basically saying leave the memories alone.
2: Leave the memories <laughs> alone, basically. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, if you remember, folks, we left off where April was acting like this whole turtle experience is completely normal. She's all impressed She's by like them, all giddy like yeah. a schoolgirl. Wow, turtles. Yeah. Uh, so the turtles make their way home now, folks but they notice that someone has broken in. Du, 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 du. <laughs> they bust in with their weapons out and they notice everything's trashed. Splinter's missing. Now, Raph in particular, folks, gets really upset and he lets out a huge yell yeah. that resonates all the way to <laughs> above ground as <laughs> so, some old man walks by with an umbrella and a paper bag. This old
2: man thing
1: was, this was very strange to me <laughs> as a
2: kid because like, he looks very out of place in the movie. Yeah, He's just like, whoa and then he just like that's it it's like oh, okay i'm gonna move on with my groceries like it's two seconds but it was just i remember he's wearing like pastels and stuff like, like a pastel
1: a, blue sweater oh, or like, something. so weird <laughs> it's weird it's probably on purpose uh we cut back to april's apartment now where the four sullen turtles arrive and she's like what's wrong and leo's like splinter
2: what's wrong splinter i, I love that <laughs> splinter again they're like children
1: <laughs> yeah they are yeah To Chief Stern's office, now we go, where he has Danny's file on his desk. Mm -hmm. Stern makes a call to Charles, his dad, of course. Who's in charge, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Puts his feet up on his desk. He's like, you got a son named Danny, Charles? And uh, clearly just trying to silence April here by cutting a deal.
2: it's funny how they do this, too, because as a kid, you don't really get it as an adult. I never he, did. As an adult, in two seconds, you're like, that it's implicated. Like, And they don't even show anything else. It's nope. like, you got a son named Charles, click. And, and that's like, it. As an adult, of course, you're like, that's a fucking bribe. Yeah, like, of course it is, right? Yeah.
1: As a kid, I never understood what that meant. Yeah. I really never did. I, I was I like, why it? does he care? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I as an adult, tra- you're like, whoa, bribe time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's sunrise now over in New York as the turtles are asleep in April's living room. Charles knocks on the door so the turtles quickly hide in comic fashion. They do that. Yep. Danny is with a very disheveled Charles who uh, somewhat reluctantly tells April to stop working on this story. (sighs) Clearly on the tape Charles in charge over here. (laughs) So she gets all pissed off, of course. Well, Danny notices Michelangelo hiding under the table. Well, he sees him in the mirror. Uh He doesn't see him straight up, let's be fair. And then he turns around, and Mikey's gone. Yep. And he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and there's just a panda (laughs) stuffed animal under the table. So April asks Charles to hand her a towel as she's washing her face, before quickly noticing Donatello is in the shower. But he's nowhere to be found when Charles opens the curtains. Do-do-do-do he made it to the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> Me- noise. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Danny is still looking under the table for Mikey, which is yeah. kind of funny. Charles tells April, hey, don't push any buttons today before he leaves. Now we cut to... Charles and Danny in the car in New York, in traffic here, where he's very upset at Danny. Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, his kids stole shit and got <laughs> right. up by the cops. <laughs> yeah, he's Danny, not out of line. Danny, you, like, you earned it. Right? Yeah, you like, fucked up. You fucked up. Like, don't be a big puss <laughs> because your dad yelled at you. But he is a big asshole about yeah. it. He runs out of the car at a red light down to the Bleecker Street station. Danny being such a dweeb here. Like, dude, just take your punishment like a man. Right.
2: Like, seriously, like. You fucked up. Like, how do you not know you fucked up? And
1: the thing about Charles so
2: far, he's done nothing to indicate that he's a bad guy. No, he, like, cares about his kid. He walks him to school. Right. Like, because his kid won't go to school. Right. Like...
1: He actually is a good guy, right? He so far. I mean, he I just, mean,
2: I guess they, they're trying to indicate from the kid's point of view, it's like, oh, look, Dad, all he cares about is like yelling at April about work. his work, right? Yeah, exactly. From the kid perspective, I guess, but he cares about his son, you know. Right? I mean, what is he doing with them the whole rest of the time? Right? You know what I mean? Like, yes. So this implication that like Danny is, I don't know, like an anti-hero give, or something, doesn't give enough get enough attention from bull. his
1: pappy. Bull bull or key. he gets just enough attention yeah, from his he pappy. walk
2: to school. Get out of here. <laughs> and he like most most dads to be like, you better go to fucking school or you're grounded, and right. then like that would be the end of it. Not walk <laughs> him and take
1: him to school. Right. Cut to the eleven year old smoking a cigar in Tatsu's arcade here in the warehouse. <laughs> that's an iconic scene, Quinn. Yeah. Like the eleven year old with a cigar oh, playing Mike, pool. This whole this whole thing that's about to happen is like <laughs>
2: insane.
1: Like, so <laughs> we were seeing various teen activities such as graffiti, dancing. Poker games. There's a fucking roulette wheel, Joe. <laughs> it's I'm not real. even kidding. There's like gambling. Narc. A, this <laughs> is
2: one of the most 80s scenes of like all time. Yep. And this, is, I think, is the scene that in a lot of people's mind represents that transition from the
1: 80s to 90s. As James Wolf once said. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like it, no, but it really does.
1: I it mean, really you look does. at it. It's
2: like it's this perfect mixture of like that kind of like edginess that the 90s would bring with like the fun and games of right. skateboards and and kind of also the other edginess, the grittiness of the 80s where like Eh, let the kids smoke like that kind of you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Whatever, right? It's like they're not supposed to, but we're not gonna freak out about it. Going down to the corner store, get me a pack. Exactly. Like it's like this weird melding of the two, and it's like very interesting looking from like a movie perspective. Right.
1: And I think there's something to be said for that it's hard to put my finger on how to articulate it, but there is something to be said for that eighty nine ninety period of time that bridge there that bridge, where it's yeah. like the 80s are ending and the 90s are beginning but they cross over gloriously in this movie
2: oh yeah they really do I mean, they, they pretty much were in the process of crossing over i mean a lot of things going on like on tv like i know i i talk about it in a other thing we're doing but like saved by the bell is on yes, around this time right and, like that weird like just like there's a little bit of 80s a little bit of 90s yeah. and
1: nobody can really figure out what's going on just yet absolutely right Uh, So now Sam Rockwell in one of his first film appearances Mm -hmm. leads some new recruits down and some kid with like the worst hair ever. This is so, this whole fucking thing, Joe. This like mushy oatmeal punchable face. It's like, got any cigarettes? (laughs) You got any cigarettes?
2: You know my favorite part about that voice is it's almost like, exactly.
1: Do it one more time and then we'll play the clip of him. Got any cigarettes? You got any cigarettes? And of course, Sam Rockwell with one of my favorite lines. I think a lot of people know this yeah, one. Yeah, this, this fucking line. Oh, my God. Regular or menthol? It's
2: classic. <laughs> it's so good. It's so <laughs> classic. Regular or menthol?
1: Why is it so good? What uh, is it mean, about this? I
2: think it's just... Y- Okay, you know what we were just saying about what this scene looks like? I think you're yeah. just like immersed in it and everything they do sounds so edgy and cool <laughs> right, right. and it's like it's like man, got any cigarettes? <laughs> like it's like whoa, these kids are smoking. They must be real bad kids, right? And then and then he's like I got a he's got two fucking cartons in yeah, his hand. Yeah, cartons. Regular Marlboro and they're just like Oh,
1: like that's it's so like, cool, so cool, radical dude, radical dude. You're radical, dude. <laughs> uh Tatsu wanders around grunting as usual. <clears throat> it's like go play. Like, it's <laughs> like,
2: the, the it's like it's like it's the nice Tatsu. <laughs> yeah. It's like go play. But also with the voice, also at the same time, it's like
1: I'm brainwashing these fucking kids. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Go play. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know how I'd have fun, though, in an arcade if there was a Japanese stern mustache man wandering around yeah, grunting it, at it's, me. It's as
2: if, like, Iron Sheik was, like, <laughs> running a fucking, like, arcade and trying to trick the kids that he was their friend. Like, and,
1: you know, like... There's a visual for you. And,
2: like, it, it's like if he, he was like, ha, boy, go play. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like that.
1: <laughs> it's really funny. So we cut to some Foot Clan sparring and lots of ha! Ha! Yeah. Ha! Ha! Uh, <laughs> Tatsu himself steps in against the winner, yells a lot. (laughs) uh, The guy bows, gets kicked right in the head by Tatsu, leading Tatsu to say... Never lower your eyes to an enemy.
2: I always remember hearing this in like like karate circles too. It's like it's like you're supposed to bow, but don't lower your eyes. And then like and then like fucking Tatsu says it, and he's like legit Japanese, and you're yeah. like, oh, it must be fucking real. Yeah. Well, if Tatsu, yeah. Says it, yeah. If Tatsu says it. You have Tatsu. I believe it, him, no yeah. matter what he said. <laughs> yeah. He I'm, I'm, seems uh, even when he said go play, it's like okay, I'm, okay, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing, sir. Yes,
1: master. Yeah. Yeah. A gong sounds, and all these preteens put out their cigars and turn off the music. The gong. <laughs> it's so absurd. <laughs> actual gong. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everyone heads over now to watch Shredder make his first appearance here. WMAC (laughs) Masters over here.
2: And it's all fucking sinister. The tone is like completely different from the entire movie and it's really cool actually. It's like this like like this evil asshole is like coming out and he just seems so... fucking terrible i know and like the way it is with like the shadow it's like it's like everything is like cold steel yeah the cold floor and there's just like a light in the shadow of the
1: shredder and And you're like man and the ominous music and everything so tatsu and this is how we know that this guy's important tatsu addresses him as master shredder and then (laughs) folds his robe I always this always stuck out to me I was like why is he doing this he folds Shredder's robe over his like Shredder shoulder pads or whatever no it's for all the kids to see they're like whoa,
2: whoa. <laughs> are you serious that, that, like look at them they, they like point up to the kids and they look like they're standing on the fucking hook ship <laughs> yeah. up there like from that movie like The Lost Boys That's or whatever right, right. and they're like whoa, whoa like he's got shreds totally radical yeah totally radical man I want to get his picture on my skateboard dude
1: you know uh, he then grunts because he's Tatsu, and a couple of jobbers roll out a carpet here for Shredder of the Walk-On. Tatsu's so shitty. It's not even red, <laughs> by the way. Did you know that? Yeah, it's just white. Yeah. Tatsu hands a foot soldier mask to Shredder, and Shredder puts it on a new soldier, and he gives a sermon about how the outside world rejects all these kids, blah, blah, blah. And you then- must
2: earn the dragon <laughs> doji. <laughs> Only effort, discipline,
0: loyalty, earn the right to wear the dragon doji.
1: Darth Shredder here says, I am your father.
2: That had to be fucking intentional. right? Yeah, I think it's like so. He looks exactly like, the, I am your father. <laughs> it's definitely
1: intentional. Totally an illusion of Star Wars. Yep. So as he rambles on here, we pan over to Splinter, who is in shackles, with t- tears in his little <laughs> rat literally eyes. literally being
2: crucified, by the
1: way. <laughs> yeah, in shackles. Now,
2: did you notice... <laughs> They try to like dumb down him being crucified by making him like stand on a little crate.
1: No, I didn't see Did the crate. Like, oh, no? you didn't notice that? He's, no. like,
2: he's like, it's like they didn't like go all the way. They like let him stand on like a little like box. He looks so silly. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: meanwhile, Shredder is like, I want to punish these creatures, these turtles. Suddenly, a voice is heard from above Master. And of course, it's fucking Danny with yet another Sid Vicious shirt. It by a the way, one. Yes, <laughs> that's all he wears in the movie. Are Sid I'm Vicious really, shirts?
2: I wonder if he likes Nancy too. <laughs>
1: Maybe. Uh, so we cut to Eyewitness News 3, where April discusses her not the, mugging. Not the right no, Eyewitness News, by the way. Totally the wrong one. In, in New York, just saying. <laughs> so she's talking about her mugging and the foot, and she's like, yeah, I know, it sounds like a funky club for podiatrists. Ha 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 ha! Like, I hate shit like I, that. Was a bad line. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: the foot? Yeah, I know, it sounds like a funky club for
0: podiatrists.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she then, of course, mentions how Stearns doesn't give a shit about any of this. Charles looks on all pissed off, and then, mm-hmm. I like this, he's handed the phone, where a screaming Stearns is just heard yelling, Pennington, I thought we had a deal! <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good line. funny. I didn't is even funny. hear the
2: Pennington thing.
1: Yeah. Pe- Stearns, the guy playing, he's very funny. They just picked a guy who looked like he could yell and, <laughs> and could yell <laughs> And also. sweat. He's very isn't greasy. He, isn't
2: there a police chief in the cartoon, though, that's kind of like this? I swear. I don't remember that. Are you sure? Are you thinking of April's boss? Oh, the, oh, yeah. maybe Burns? It, uh, weird. So Charles is like a com- not the same character, I guess.
1: No, no, no. Well, in, What happened to the girl
2: that was like Dottie and... Irma. Irma and, and what was the other... The dork? That Vernon. Was
1: Vernon and Irma. He's like a big asshole. Vernon's yeah. like an idiot. Yeah. Irma's okay. And then yeah. Burns is their boss. It's like Mary Tyler Moore. is supposed to be Lou Grant. Wait, Burns, Stearns. Yeah, there maybe th- there's the illusion. Yeah. Good point. So anyway... April then thanks Raphael as the other turtles are giving him shit. They're like, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> Ooh. So Raph, completely normal in reaction, he just throws a sigh into the middle of the room, so they leave him alone. Raph's all pissed, though. He's like, Leo, what the hell are we going to do now? And then we have a great exchange with yeah, Mikey is, and Donnie. This is
2: really good. Fight? Fight. Kitchen? Kitchen. Yeah. This <laughs> just good. Let's so, go. Like, so t- they just said, like, they creep away. <laughs> yeah, this totally reminds me also of, like, when your parents fight and like your your brother is with you or something, and just you literally, leave, you just be like, "Oh, it's a fight." You look at each other. It's
1: like, "Let's go," <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, but don't you love the way they creep away out of the frame? Yeah, <laughs> they like yeah. duck into the action. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's hilarious. It's like mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> yeah. It's like we need to go. They get all feisty. Leo and Raf do. Leo says Raf acts like a jerk sometimes, which I guess is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he isn't nice all the time. No, but as Raf's leaving, Leo's like, "We don't need you." That wasn't the right thing to That's sorry. not the right thing to yeah, say. Not good. Cut to the kitchen table now. <laughs> in my favorite part of the whole movie. Don't yep. ask me why. And I know Mike Fireball, friend of the show. A lot of people like this love part. Love
2: Pork rind. Pork well, rind. I love yeah. that that's in here. It's so like they just dropped it in. <laughs> I, like, it's just like, it's so subtle.
1: I can't explain why I love it. It's just so good, right? It, I think it's
2: just because it just... It seems like what they would say. Right. You
1: know what I mean? It just goes with the scene. It's like that's funny. Yeah. Donnie and Mikey are just like the fun loving duo. Yeah. It's like Donnie. Like brotherly. Yeah.
2: I like how it's portrayed. It's like, no, this is kind of like what you would say to your brother.
1: You're just sitting at the table eating pork rinds. Right. You know, they actually had turtle pork rinds after this. Did they Ryan, yes, Oh my for God. real. Just because this scene, <laughs>
2: I, think I wonder so. if that's actually they they had it in the bag before. So they're like, we gotta write something Maybe. and report grinds.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so anyway, cut to Raph doing karate on the roof here. Meanwhile, Casey Jones, who's on another roof, is tinkering with a police scanner. What? It- <laughs> <laughs> and then he notices this, Raph.
2: This the, the the
1: happenstance of this is ridiculous. Can yeah, I just really. Say? Like, yeah. Because yeah. first of all,
2: how does he see him? <laughs> right. He's like all far away. Right. And listen, I get it. He gets binoculars later. Yeah, but still, like, if you need b- binoculars, see how did you notice it in the first right. place? You know what I mean? There's like tons of fucking roofs in here. <laughs> no, when he like, it's like if if you were like a ton of miles away and you saw the Beatles playing on that roof, like, <laughs> but like what? like how would you notice? It but lo- you hear it. No, but I'm saying like you're really far away. Like that's how they say they're saying Casey Jones is like really he's far pretty far away. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: not like close is my point. I like that he's just tinkering with the police scanner by the yeah, way because he's an asshole. Got nothing better to do. Yeah,
2: or he's like, oh, I got to keep an eye on the cops. Well, that's what it is. You know he's where a, the crime is. He's like, a you know.
1: self-proclaimed vigilante. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to be. They Casey. didn't say that, but, no, they, but But at the same time, you you know what he is. That's what yeah. he is. Yeah. So as Raph is looking over the edge of the building, all sadly, a ton of foot soldiers now creep up from behind. Back to the apartment now, Mike and. Johnny or of course just watching cartoons tortoise in the hair and mikey's like come on ninja kick the damn rabbit yeah it's just such a classic line
2: <laughs> can you believe this guy come on don't just ninja kick the
1: damn rabbit mikey said damn this time yeah that's th- his that's first the only damn. time yeah. i don't think he says damn no he doesn't I think say anymore. is damn. that the last damn of the movie or is there more damn <laughs> that might be the last damn wow No oh, damn yeah uh, april comes home And this is where I noticed, I really love the way they shot the apartment. It's very dim. Yeah. Very dusky. Like, it just captures the mood really well. Well, it also... We'll get
2: into... We mentioned briefly the antique thing. To me, her apartment reflects the antique shop feel. Like, that it's kind of dusty and dingy. Musky. But it's also kind of like... It's like a gem in the city. You know what I mean? It's been
1: lived in. It's been loved. It's been lived in,
2: but I'm saying, like, it's kind of like... um what's the the apartment the girls have and friends where it's like wow this is a beautiful apartment although it's a little kind of like it's not perfect you know right, what i mean yeah. like it's got that new york like a hidden gem apartment feel to it you know
1: fair enough good point so april's like where's Raphael?" and then we just cut right to his brawl with the foot on the roof here raf's pretty much kicking their asses while talking shit but he gets in over his head a little bit when like two dozen more of them yeah, show up. like a lot more yeah. they just like keep coming it's very ir- irritating yeah Meanwhile, April's giving a tour of that shitty antique store to the rest of the Turtles, Mm -hmm. back to the roof where Wrath is now getting the shit kicked out of him. I like the way this
2: cuts back and forth. It's like we're getting the April conversation and we're getting the Wrath fight all, all at
1: once. These are all going on at the same time. So back to the store, Mikey sneaks up on Leo with symbols and crashes them, and then we cut to Raph getting dragged down the stairs. Yeah, and I like how the stuff also coincides with
2: what's actually happening in both things. Right.
1: It's just very well done. It is well done, right? Yeah. Back upstairs now, Raph just comes crashing through the skylights. And now it all converges together, the
2: two scenes. Yep. Mm. Very cool.
0: And don't worry. He'll probably be back any minute. Ah! Is he? No, he's alive.
1: Oh ton of foot soldiers bust in from all angles the door yeah. the ceiling they it's, don't care it's very unrealistic how this happens yeah
2: it's very video gamey oh yeah it's just like an endless mob <laughs> like it's like fucking final fight right. or some shit yeah, like
1: final fight yeah. now, the turtles just kind of stand there amused and mikey's like and i thought insurance salesmen were pushy <laughs> uh, so one of the foot soldiers decides to nunchuck at mikey so mikey grabs his own you know fellow yeah. chucker eh and of course, he's like a million times better. I love the heroic but silly music. Playing. <laughs> yeah, it like, is funny. It's like, they're they're doing this only during him. Remember when yeah. the foot soldier does it? There's no music yeah. to make him seem shittier. Because yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> isn't Isn't
2: there even, is there even
1: a, like a drum roll at some point for like, Mikey? Subtly. Yeah. yeah. For Mikey, there is. But when the foot soldier does it, there's nothing. Yeah. to make him seem like, crappy. Ha,
2: hi. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Boy. Yeah. Hoi, yeah. Hoi, yeah. <laughs> like I remember like the noises and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> as the foot soldier does another one of his crappy routines Mikey just spins his around on his finger and then holds them straight so Donnie jumps over them with his bow and just kicks some shell here attack. I love the way Donnie jumps they in the Shell, yeah it's awesome <laughs> they do kick shell so the turtles actually have an easy enough time with these guys for a while as April's watching over Raph Raph's out, by the way. He's yeah. he's gone. He's, I mean, he's up. Yeah. Like, he
2: just got beat up by a mob of foot soldiers. And fell through a skylight. <laughs> yeah, that was like the finish him. Like, yeah. it was like the fucking pit or something. Yeah, he's <laughs> <Mortal> <laughs> yeah, he just like thrown right in. <laughs>
1: So Donatello does his famous water spit because one of the foot soldiers is like, oh, just dunk his head in the in the right. fish tank. He's a turtle. He can breathe underwater. <laughs> yeah. Mikey does the Wheel of Fortune spin and everything. Yeah, with the vanna references.
2: <laughs> and also, I swear you can do this in the Super <laughs> Nintendo game when you like get the red bomb pizza. Like it like makes you like
1: spin, spin all over. around. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's it's real. <laughs> it is real. So one of the foot soldiers decides, you know what? Fuck it. Weapons, please. So so yeah. they have their weapon. Guy at the door. Okay,
2: this is weird. A guy comes in just with a ton of
1: axes. That's what that, they are, that's right? It. Yeah, not
2: like nunchucks or swords, or right.
1: Axes, <laughs> guns. Yeah, guns.
2: <laughs> well, they're ninja. They don't. They I don't, know. They Clint. don't lower themselves <laughs> I, to that. Uh, oh, yeah, the art of ninjutsu. Like, you know what I mean? Don't ever say that again.
1: But it's, it's true. What <laughs> I like that there's just like the inference is that there's a guy waiting at the door with the weapons.
2: <laughs> well, the weapons man. He's a specialist, right? It's kind of like in the in also in the video games how why is there only like one or two foot soldiers with a fucking flamethrower that is in turtles in time yeah it's like but like why like i guess my point is the foot have a reputation for like having like outlandish like it's true. Queer, like one foot soldier that does like one random thing right, like, right. this is the guy the one that carries the
1: weapons it's <laughs> <laughs> funny i also want to mention here uh, this is a, a difference from the cartoon in the cartoon the foot soldiers are actually droids. Right, they're robots. They're robots programmed by Krang. Which is also a great convenient way for them to blow
2: up in the video game so that you can explain why there's a zillion of them. Yeah. And And they they, hang out with mousers and all that shit. They hang out with
1: mousers and Krang is actually like the lord of the foot... Shredder doesn't have anything to do with them really in the the cartoon, right? It's more
2: Krang. It's like, basically, if I recall, there's like an early episode, might be the first one, where like Shredder like is looking for revenge on Splinter because, you know, he knows blah, blah, blah. And Krang kind of comes from Dimension X. It's like, yo, if you help me take over Earth, right, like, I'll, I'll give you, you these foot soldiers so that you,
1: they can help you do it. Yeah, that's the thing about the cartoon that's funny. Yeah. Krang doesn't give a fuck about the turtles. Right. He just wants to conquer the Earth. Right. Shredder. But the turtles are in the way. They're in the way. So it's, like, it's kind of like an alliance. It's like convenient. And they, right? they bicker and stuff. Yeah. Lord Crane.
2: You thought you were going to have it all. Instead, you have Zip.
0: Look who's talking. You don't even have hands to fix your equipment.
2: It becomes basically like fucking Rita and Lord Zed when they, like, remember when they were like <laughs> team friends? Up. Yeah. Like, and they would be like, I'll get them, Zeddy. Like, it's like, no, I'll do it. Like,
1: you know. <laughs> Essentially. Uh, but anyway, they're real people in this one. So, anyway, the turtles are still having an easy enough time here. They're avoiding the, the foot soldiers, so they're just chopping up the four. But now more guys decide yeah. to jump down. Where uh, are these guys coming from? There's uh, like so many. I don't know. Doesn't even one of the trolls be
2: like, where are these guys coming? I like, think literally, so. somebody asked that question. Yeah. It's like the, it's like an excessive
1: amount <laughs> it, of people. Uh, it is. And Donatello's like, hey, guys, it might not be the best time, structurally speaking, for your friends to drop in.
0: Uh, guys, I'm not so sure if this is, uh, structurally speaking, such a good time for your uh, buddies to drop in.
1: So of course the floor gives away and everyone falls to the ground. And yeah, what is this like three stooges? It's like whoa, like it just like falls through the floor. If it is, it's better be a shemp. Stop. Shemp's I, good. I, I don't want to get into it with shemp. We've done this on other episodes. Have you heard of shemp? <laughs> so Tatsu now shows up with a million more guys. <laughs>
2: Enough already! Like where? Like uh, no, is this okay? Enough for four fucking turtles? I know. Like a, seriously, and a girl, and maybe a uh, pizza place? May, so we're yeah, not. I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, and now the turtles are a bit nervous. Yeah, they try their best. What but, are they supposed uh, to yeah. do?
2: It's like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, why don't we just get the whole U.S. Army to fight right. them? You know?
1: <laughs> Seriously, there's just too many guys. Donnie gets his head banged against a piano rather memorably. Mikey says they could really use Raph right about now. Yeah, they're outnumbered. Also, like, not even they're already outnumbered, but they—it's uh, only three of them on yeah. top of it. Uh, suddenly, someone busts in amidst the light it's casey jones all oh, right yeah. back up baby
0: Now, you guys mind telling me what you're doing my little green pal over there
1: he immediately of course like oh who's the babe to yeah, april gotta make that comment and <laughs> the, like like not okay comment <laughs> right and leo's like who the heck is that and mikey with the uh wayne gretzky on steroids, <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> yeah. totally radical, yeah, radical,
2: dude. The foot attack, but Casey's here to help now. And now the scary music plays because it's serious time. And yeah. this music, Joe, I don't know what it is about it, but like the feels when I hear this music, yeah. it's like, dun, 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 it gets dun, dun. intense here. <laughs> <laughs> like had that song somewhere <laughs> like it's just I always I would actually like hum that song if I was like doing something serious sometimes as a kid
1: I'm not Would you kid. really
2: yes I, I don't it just stuck with me
1: right uh, one of the soldiers now axes the power line and starts a fire what a dork <laughs> also he makes the I'm being electrocuted so like, <clears throat>
2: <laughs> maybe that's a real sound that people yeah, make I want people just to remember that he cut the power
1: here to okay. start this fire just I'll remember, remember this as we move forward in this scene I'll remember it. Everyone just now gets the hell out of the apartment. I'm talking turtles. I'm talking foot. I'm talking everybody. Everyone's like, "Get the fuck but, out!" It's
2: yeah. a party's over. <laughs> yeah, it's going uh, up in
1: flames. Like... <laughs> it's going up in flames here, but. Casey's awesome here. He's like, you guys get out of here. I'll cover you. And he fights off everybody. Can I,
2: it, this is epic. But also, can I note that April just randomly goes, hey, there's a trapdoor somewhere the in the basement. My parents told me there was <laughs> yeah, it. It's like, it's like <laughs> conveniently. And where does he even go? Like, I they just like appear somewhere. They don't even say where it goes. No, They're like, <gasps> they just like, we got to get to it. You know? <laughs> Doesn't
1: she say there used to be a trapdoor? or something? To, yeah, <laughs> it's like just conveniently. Help
2: me up. There used to be a trapdoor here in the basement. They're, like, filing through it, case Casey's, like, I'll defend you or whatever, right? Yeah, so you can tell he's a good guy. Yeah. He cares about so the, the turtles. So the turtles, they're, they're, like, getting away with wrath, like, dragging them out. April's
1: helping, blah, blah, blah. Casey's then, keeping them at bay. Casey's, like, fighting them so they can escape. Meanwhile, April gets a phone call, and her answering machine <laughs> dangles from a burning wire right. from the ceiling... As Charles is leaving a message firing her. Just to lay it on thick hair yes. all the other things.
0: You're fired, April. I'm sorry. I know this comes as a blow. You say that again, Chuck.
2: I want to make a point here. This fire got started because the electricity was cut off and it exploded.
1: And the lights went out.
2: How the fuck does this answering machine that's clearly plugged in... First of all, it falls right in front of Casey Jones at the trapdoor position, like very (laughs) conveniently. Right. Just so in the plot later, he can tell April the news or whatever. Yes. Yes. Second of all, how is it even fucking working if there's no electricity? Because answering machines, and I know some viewers are going to be like, well, the phone line ran on their own power back then. The answering machine. The answering machine was like an accessory. You had to plug it into the wall.
1: Maybe they had batteries.
2: Now, you say this batteries thing, and that's fine. I think that might be the case. April lives in a ruddy fucking apartment. I. I yeah, but highly she doubt, have batteries oh, maybe she, she just have her connections a little tokyo maybe <laughs> she got maybe she got like And her sony payments
1: it's gotta be a Dwayne reed nearby that she could buy her batteries at. back then
2: answering machine was like something you got at the electronics store it was, it was a like, luxury yeah it was a lug it wasn't not yeah it, that's Fine. so by the way is that so weird that we're like <laughs> at this point in time in 89 like this is what people don't remember like nowadays voicemail is just like on your phone it's like it comes with it's, it for free something then,
1: you get sometimes when you ignore your Every call you like, get.
2: Like, I remember when my parents got an answering machine, it was like, whoa, oh, an me answering too. machine. Like, this is crazy. It has a tape in it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, how does this work? And mean like, the little tapes. Like yeah, the micro. Never, i never seen those
1: before. On this telephone, people, this remote telephone answering machine, unmatchable at $88. Nobody beats the Wiz. But maybe she uh, went to the whiz. Nobody beats the whiz and got herself a good answering machine. Maybe it's on her Sony card or whatever. She, she keeps stop with Sony. Sony. Pay- she said it. You're right. She did she say it. She does have a line
2: of credit. Maybe She's that's est- her Sony payment.
1: Yeah, it's established it. There you go. Casey now finally gets the hell out of there. As you can hear sirens in the background. Tatsu commands a ninja vanish as the turtles Casey and April pull away in her really shitty van, which very suspiciously looks like the turtle van from the cartoon before they
2: revamped it. Remember? Yes. Like uh, it looks exactly like it. I'm not even kidding. That's probably
1: a nod. Yeah. Another nod. Such like, yeah, it's clearly what they're going for. Yeah. Uh, her apartment building, though, is entirely up in flames. And
2: honestly, it's kind of sad.
1: Yeah, um, it is. Seriously. I,
2: I want to note something that the, the sight of it. This is another callback. It looks like April's apartment burning down in the nineteen eighty nine video game in the first oh, level. in the first in the, in the, the yeah. arcade when and, and Bebop and Rocksteady come through the fucking floor somehow <laughs> yeah. like, through like a thing because the Technodrome's underground. Yep. whatever the drill thing. But my point is, is like I wonder if that was what they're they're alluding to that too. Maybe I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's this- so many parts of this that are like. Is well, this the video game? Is this, like, the TV show? Well, most like, of
1: it's from the comic.
2: Right, exactly. A lot of the plot
1: is from the, the first few issues of the yeah. comic. But anyway, we now cut to Danny, who's watching this, and he actually seems to feel remorse for once. Well, he did
2: cause this <laughs> shit. Like, he was like, I know where they are. Like, yeah, you're right. Fuck you, Danny. Like <laughs> Master. Yeah, he's like, master, I know where they are. <laughs> radical look at his shreds dude <laughs> look at like, his shreds dude <laughs> <laughs> Like that must have like convinced him right like this yeah. is a good guy he's
1: got shreds like fucking cheese graters <laughs> yeah. on his shoulders uh, c- <laughs> cutting out his shredder storming through the hallway in the warehouse right up to splinter where he just fucking nails splinter with a back elbow yeah. damn and he demands to know how the hell the turtles know how to fight like this mm-hmm. splinter's not saying shit though yeah. he's smart he's not right. dumb uh, meanwhile time. <laughs> Tatsu looks on like all sad <laughs> <laughs> and so Shredder just stares him down because obviously Quinn
2: they didn't get him he yeah, failed yeah, he failed like, he, it's like he's like a sad child just <laughs> yeah, yeah. like Dad, I didn't
1: mean it. Like, yeah, it's like
2: the frown. It's like I tried. <laughs> Master, no. Like it,
1: So he's pissed off. He starts grunting and storming through everything, attacking people in the locker room, tossing over stuff. Tatsu does. Tatsu does, yeah. yeah. Let's not con- let's right. not confuse anybody here. And one of the foot guys tries to get him to stop and like nice like Master, please stop. Yeah, Master
2: you know? Tatsu, no. Yeah, like no, brother. So he Heck. just
1: gets a shit kicked out yeah. of him. I got some trivia for you here, Quinn. Of the guy who Tatsu beat up. In the script. The guy died. Oh, really? They dubbed in someone saying off camera, he's going to be all right or whatever.
0: Shenzhen, <laughs> you'll be all right. <laughs> you'll be all right. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. In the script, he was actually died. Wow. They toned it down though. Somebody over at Rated G headquarters was like, don't do that. Very G. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's supposed to have killed him. And Danny looks on, and this makes even more sense now, Danny looks on like, oh fuck, what have I gotten myself into? This
2: is the moment where he's like, uh, this is not where uh, these are not the guys I <laughs> no. should be hanging around with. <laughs>
1: Mixed it's up like, with this the guy's wrong crowd. A fucking killer, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I mean, especially if you consider the way it was scripted. They also just burned down someone's house, <laughs> right? Like in you know, an, an entire building. <laughs> yeah, so maybe the Burger King and the yeah. narc and the eleven-year-old with the cigar isn't. The maybe it's not worth enough. it. <laughs> yeah, but
2: man, I don't think regular menthol's worth this, brother. <laughs> uh, you know.
1: So Tatsu quietly leaves. Now everyone's all sad. Cut to Splinter, who's still just hanging there as Danny approaches quietly. Splinter's like, what's your deal? And Danny's like, well, my dad doesn't care about me. And Splinter's like, no, he does. All (laughs) all fathers care about their sons.
2: Yeah, and basically, like, don't they, like fade to the turtles because splinter's like sad that yeah. he misses his son he, like his sons like, right. guess, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah he's like sadly he's like thinking about his turtle sons yeah. with tears in his eyes like he's bret hart and we cut to a farmhouse that like should have been condemned what a shitty old house <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> did she
2: say this is like her aunt's house what does she say it is something
1: like that yeah, i like, can't remember but
2: does, I, I don't know why i didn't even hear her say that it's just for some reason that was in my head
1: it's either that or, like, an old family property or something. Said,
2: it's, the, the implication is that it is her family. It's but her family. I thought it was, like, her aunt's. I don't know why.
1: But anyway, they pull up while Casey's all, hey, didn't they use this place in the Grapes of Wrath? <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, Casey. <laughs> <Cut> <laughs> to such a t- lame joke. I know. So we cut to him trying to fix the van now while April's looking on. Wait, why is it suddenly broken? You didn't, didn't they catch just, like, that? As it pulls in, it's, like, smoking and steaming.
2: I get that, but,
1: like... It just sucks.
2: It's yeah. just an old, <laughs> shitty van, <laughs> it that's couldn't all. couldn't even make the trip. A couple miles to like wherever no, the fuck they went. No, this is went? supposed
1: to be in um, I mean oh upstate. But they're already they're coming from New York City, so it can't be that far. I, I, it's either upstate or it's Connecticut or something. I can't remember. It's far. Oh, did it's supposed to be a couple was, of hours. No, okay. but in the comic and everything. Okay. Oh, this thing's in that comic. This house. The, uh, the whole the whole story pretty much is. Oh, really? There okay. are a few things are out of it. Danny's not in anything. Danny. Danny. Danny's strictly a movie character. Okay. But uh, no. The the van was breaking down as they pulled in. Okay. That's all. Casey just mock shoots the van. He's like, you know why? The engine block is cracked in case you care. There's a crack the size of the Grand Canyon (laughs) or whatever he says. Yeah, whatever he says. so lame. So they now get into this exchange now where Casey, you know, very sensitively tells April she was fired. (laughs) He's like, I just saved you an eight-mile round tripper. And uh, so they bicker, leading. (laughs) I don't know why I remember this line. He calls her Broadzilla, which I always remember for some reason. (laughs) So anyway, they each slam separate doors, leading Donnie to say, it's kind of like moonlighting, isn't it?
2: I just saved myself? Uh-oh. What did you do? Did you take classes in insensitivity?
0: Hey, I was just trying to break it to you easy.
2: Oh, well, you failed miserably. Hey,
0: Brazilla, you wouldn't even be standing here if it weren't for me, okay?
2: Oh, and what do you want? Do you want to thank you? What?
0: No. It's me who should thank you for that privilege, right? Fine. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome.
2: Gosh, it's kind of like moonlighting, isn't it?
1: Mm -hmm. we get a voiceover from april she's like yeah it's weird to be on the old farm again and she's drawing pictures of the turtles starting very good pictures by the way yeah starting with donatello (laughs) meanwhile we hear don (laughs) humming old (laughs) mcdonald honestly
2: i hate this part of the movie so much since we've like we're like taken out of the action and well, like, that's the point. I think it's because, like, when I was a kid, I was so impatient. I'm like, I just want them to go fight Shredder. Like, I don't give a shit about this <laughs> old house. Like, I want to be in the city and like cool shit like that happens. <laughs>
1: We cut to Donatello and Casey tinkering out, tinkering around with this rusty old truck now as they're exchanging alphabetical insults, which is really funny, and they're arguing
2: about Gilligan's Island. Yeah, you know? they, they bond over the, like, Gilligan's Island
1: fandom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> big fanboys over here for <laughs> Gilligan's Island. Yeah, is that funny? Yeah. And we have the famous, here goes Gackface, I'm ready, hosebrain. lame <laughs> so, lamest. Yeah. Here goes. What are we on? Uh, gee. Huh.
2: Here goes, Gackface. I'm
0: ready, hosebrain.
1: Donnie starts up the truck and nearly runs Casey over through the garage door. But hey, it worked. It worked. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> I love the rag toss yeah. that Casey yeah. does right on Donnie's <laughs> face. <laughs> just like comedic.
2: It's all like <laughs> the, the one thing I will say about this, as much as it takes you out of the action, it's supposed it does to. give you a little. Uh, no, and I get that as an yeah. adult. As a kid, I was always so like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, right, just, right. Like, we just got over this big fight. We got to <laughs> take care of this shit. Right. But this really does. Put a lot of character on the turtles. After I rewatched it this time, like it really, it fleshes them out even more and makes them seem more real. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like them interacting with April and Casey, like they're also people, is kind of cool
1: it actually. is cool yeah. and, and him and donnie are funny casey and donnie yeah. are funny yeah uh so now we go back to april who's drawing leo now where he watches over a motionless Raphael in the bathtub and again as i was as kid me is like oh my god what <laughs> the fuck <laughs> especially this shit because he was just like
2: <laughs> sitting there and i'm like nobody's fucking moving like what is this and i want to know the hilarious logic that putting a turtle in water heals him yeah. by the way it's Keep like the, the first thing they think to do it's like we gotta get him in the tub and then they just they lay him like fucking face first with yeah. his like turtle shell up like it's like, like oh he's got that's gonna like heal him right it's like, we, it's like if we had a big fish tank we'd use that but this right that's the best we got <laughs> the best like, we
1: can do yeah and then she uh she says and then there's casey jones a nine-year-old trapped in a man's body, and she goes on, but we cut to them, Casey and April, talking on the porch where he's like, uh, you got a toots, babe, sweetcakes, ah, princess. Lead the way, toots.
2: Toots? Oh, babe? Sweetcakes? Ah, Princess!
1: Man, he really failed to woo her on this one.
2: All horrible names. Like a
1: big crash and burn. Does anyone ever call anyone Toots in real life? I don't know. They, toots Mont. The turtles dress in trench coats. Maybe they get
2: their 30s like. I don't know. Maybe that's where they got it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, the, jokes, the jokes are sometimes like they're trying to do like the radical dude but sometimes they mix it in with i don't know like cagney yeah. why is he doing impressions of him <laughs> who even
1: know what kid knew what that was exactly like rocky you is dirty right like that, <laughs> you as a killed kid, my
2: brother as a kid i thought oh that's the
1: funny voice michelangelo
2: does <laughs> not like i don't even know what the fuck he's referencing at all <laughs> right 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 you know
1: i mean rocky was even passable because it was so bad like right. it was hard you know but rocky was still a thing it I was think. still a thing like the five had just Five wasn't even out yet, right? Five wasn't even out yet. It came out
2: in 90. Yep, and four came out in 85. So
1: so it's relatively recent. Yeah, kids still know what Rocky is at this point in time, is the point. Pocky and Rocky. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) she tells Casey that she wouldn't ask for his help if he were the last living thing (laughs) on the planet. And that's the thing, just to make it more insulting. Thing. And then in another great scene here, again, it's these subtle little things. He's on the porch swing, and as he bites into his apple, the whole thing collapses. And I just, I love it. Just to, just to highlight how much a dump this place yeah. is. And he looks up like, what the fuck? It's like, does anything fucking <laughs> work around here? So we got to the bathroom now, where Raph is awake and he wants some food. Bring some food. Oh, yeah. What's the
2: guy gotta do to get some food around here?
0: Hey! Hey, he's awake! He wants some food! Mm. Bring some food!
1: Leo apologizes, you know, Leo is like, you know, yeah. a kid in a candy store. Yeah. It's like, Raph, you're awake, you're awake. He's like, yeah, Leo, I know, leave me alone, you know, huh? It's a very happy moment. It's <laughs> it like is. all happy. It's so good. They and apologize. Again,
2: this is like the, ah, uh, they, they do so much good character building in this scene. Again. They really do, you're like, right. It's just perfect. It's like, yeah, they, get, they argue, but they love each other, and it's like you feel like they really love each other, yeah. and you're watching two guys in turtle
1: suits hug, and you're like,
2: okay yeah like you know what i mean And
1: especially leo who had had the big falling out with wrath right and he's been the one there by his side the whole time (laughs) (laughs) of course they're (laughs) they're interrupted by donnie and april who are there laughing about how it's a kodak moment yeah and then we cut to various shots of the turtles sparring as april does a voiceover about how they don't really know if splinter's alive or not they don't know They haven't even seen him at no, all they have no idea he's been
2: hanging on that thing on the little tiny box
1: for yeah. like ever at this point the audience has seen him but the turtles haven't yeah they, they don't know they don't know where the hell he's been and now we cut to a shot of mikey on a mountain or barn i think he is i think it's on the barn yeah yelling splinter's name but they dubbed in Raph's voice for reasons which i can explain quinn whenever you want me to wait what that okay. turtle that yells splinter's name is mikey oh is but it? that they dubbed in Raph's voice is it that it's just they the they fucked up and no. like it was supposed to be rough? No, no, and no. When they filmed it, they were like, "Well, we can't undo it." There was a whole subplot with Mikey. You notice it's the only one that April doesn't talk about. Oh, talks you're right. About Donnie, talks about Leo. She doesn't draw Casey. Mikey. No, Mikey had a whole thing that was filmed where he's like training and he's pissed. Because like, he, he was the side of him off,
2: like, and yeah. he
1: fucked up. It's and, like, like the side of him we've never seen. Oh. And it's supposed to be him up there doing that, but they took that out, so they just changed it to Raph, because that's consistent. Do you think
2: that's because of the way the marketing was with Mikey, that they did not want to reel him up in any way? That's like, quite but, possible. Because like, from a cartoon perspective, he was... He was the face of the t- like a lot of the. He's toys, the accessible like, one. Like he's the one that they put on birthday cards and shit. Right. Like it's like radical birthday, dude. Like right. you know what I mean. Like <laughs> it's like I wonder if they just were like the licensing, like the the people over at Toys. Like you can't don't make Mikey seem like he has a dark side. That or, might be or, it. Or, or, there's something real about him. Like he needs to be. Happy birthday, Billy! <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like he needs he needs to be the that Happy birthday, Billy. he needs to be that one. He has like no right.
1: depth at all. Right. Uh, that's kind of the point with him. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that could be why. I mean, I'm not sure, but that think, could be Mike, why. Do you
2: think um hardcore Mikey fans to this day are like, man, if only we knew about this like deep story that maybe. was in the works. Like maybe there's I'm, probably like people who grew up with Mikey and they liked him, and then as kids they noticed that he didn't have any depth as they got older, right. and they were like. Man, I, I just wish there was, like, another side to him.
1: Right. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, I never even noticed that was him until it was pointed out, until I saw it on something. But if you look, you can see the nunchucks. It is Mike. Interesting. Yep. Go back That's and look. That's
2: totally got to be what
1: it is. like cause it probably. The,
2: just knowing what the marketing was around right. Michelangelo being so accessible. And that friendly. He's the first one you show to children. Right. Like, even if you went to,
1: like, I
2: remember, like, sometimes they'd have guys dressed as turtles, like, for kids' things. It would always
1: be Michelangelo. Yeah, he's the kid-friendly one. Right. Uh, But anyway, we cut back to Splinter now as if he heard that yell. That's the implication, right? Uh, Where Tatsu and Shredder are just discussing business near him, and you know Tatsu's all funny. And
2: Shredder, your empire flourishes. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like all like serious? Empi-
1: empire of like Japanese stolen televisions. <laughs> right? Like what it's the like fuck? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crap. Walkman and stuff. <laughs> like
2: <laughs> reselling them on the street. Yeah. It's ooh. Like- <laughs> what an empire. <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
1: they mention how the rat won't talk. Danny's missing. Uh, Tatsu wants to know why the hell the turtle's fucking body is so much. Yeah. And Shredder says. Because 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 of the way Tatsu described their fighting style, you know, something familiar, something from the past. The (laughs) ninjutsu, whatever he says. So we cut to very intense music now. I love this music where the turtles are sparring with each other on the grass. Meanwhile, Casey Jones is in the house chopping carrots with a sword. Yeah, Leo's sword. (laughs) Leo's sword. One of his swords. Yep. April puts ointment on her own neck. So Casey's like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. He sits her down and gives her a massage right then and there in the dirty kitchen. Hey, she likes it, at least. She, she does. does. She, she does. does. She's like, mm, Yeah. Yeah, she's reluctant at first, and then and, she's like, okay, this yeah. is good. Mikey now wanders in, and April offers him ointment, because he's rubbing his shoulder, but he takes out a tube of turtle wax. <sighs> so lame. And Mikey with the ha-ha got <laughs> hurt. <her 10 bucks." laughs> and
2: by the way, did you notice like Mikey just didn't really understand what was going
1: on? Here's S- more subplot. A fucking child. Like, <laughs> Want to know more subplot yeah. here? Mikey doesn't talk at all while they're at the farm. I thought he did the turtle wax. He doesn't say anything and just holds like up. He just goes, hee hee, and that's it. And that's part of the story where he was so moody and introverted, and all he did was spend time sparring in the garage that damn. This, this scene was supposed to be like, oh, he's funny again.
2: Yeah, that deserves a damn and shit. That, shit. And I, that's
1: why April and Casey, like, even, well, April, Casey doesn't give a shit, but April's like happy that he made a joke. I wonder.
2: You know, in all honesty, I wonder if there's a DVD version of this or something, a director's cut or some shit of this movie where, like, they, they must have filmed all the scenes. So, well, like,
1: only I, a handful uh, of deleted scenes are available uh, okay. and
2: not on DVD yet. That's something that could come out in the future. I mean, you never I know, would like, love 30th that. anniversary or something. Sure. It is the 30th anniversary. This year? Yeah. This yeah. March. Maybe they release a Blu-ray.
1: Oh, uh, can you that, imagine? I would get a Blu-ray of that. I would, too, yeah. for all the deleted stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Leo is outside meditating when suddenly he hears Splinter say, leonardo so he freaks the hell out he interrupts the other three who are busy playing trivial pursuit yeah you know. just, by the way that's just like casually in there it's like yeah. it's clearly trivial pursuit yeah it's really funny actually yeah. but he says he knows splinters alive so we cut to the four of them outside at night around a campfire donnie brought marshmallows but leo gorilla monsoons and he's like will you put those away yeah, like-
0: don't worry i came prepared put those away
2: it's funny that it's Donnie, the one that's like, it's like I don't believe this shit because he's all Mister
1: Science. Even Mikey like bats him away. Mikey's yeah. like, put him down. Yeah, it's like Mikey. See, yeah. he's serious now. I'm it's telling all you, this, like
2: subtle like that they wrote yes. out of it.
1: <laughs> you have to look for it, but yeah. it's there. I promise. So Leo tells them all to close their eyes, concentrate, and somehow that makes the fire turn into splinter somehow with blue yeah, and all so it's this. it's like a blue fire. He, he's like fucking Zordon or
2: something. Like, I'm serious. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, he's like, Turtles,
2: I, I'm with you. Like, <laughs> I'm communicating you from Dimension X. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> Not Dimension X. Well, Zordon was coming from like a different planet or whatever. Remember, mean, he was like right. trapped or something. Yeah, and his head wasn't really that big it was just like the way it reflected or like the communicator worked it's real yeah no, he wasn't that, really that it's big like, i always like i always couldn't stand the kids like at school i would get so mad when somebody would be like man zordon must be so powerful look how like big he is or whatever right it's and, not real and i'd be like you fucking idiot like they said it in the first episode he's like communicating with it. it's just the way it looks on like the facetime thing or whatever like, <laughs> it's like how do you not get this like FaceTime. like Alpha's like trying to get the reception that's literally like all he does alpha is the aunt jackie of that show let me yeah. tell you that yeah, fucking spaz and fucking aunt jackie <laughs> but like it's weird that he it's his sole function to just operate a machine that's just getting the reception. That's all it Zor- is. Like, that's all he does. Well, it's a and, hard
1: job. Yeah. Probably makes a good hourly you rate. Got, you
2: gotta do it all day. He's a robot. They don't even have to pay him. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> now, I thought the movie was totally believable until this point, quick. Because this is, you know, the, okay, so, everything was believable until now. Mutant turtles I, yeah. and rats.
2: I think the thing with this, though, is like, and Splinter says it. Is like that this is like them being able to communicate like this. This is kind of like the last like step in their training. Right. right. No, I know. Like this like telepathic shit. I guess like, so. And I whatever they're they, it's, it's supposed not to be real. like spiritual ninja shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's also like, not real. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not movie. real. So whatever. We
1: don't review things that are real. We review wrestling and movies. It's true. It's fiction. So you know what? I'm going with it. So Fiery Splinter here says he's proud of them and that they're good. Something about the force. He does say that. <laughs> it's like Yoda. Yeah. It's
2: like you've learned the force of ninjutsu or whatever he says. Like
1: So he says his final words to them are that he loves them all before disappearing. All the turtles cry.
2: And this, okay.
1: Like, as stupid as all of this looked. Yeah.
2: It almost, like, brought a tear to my eye when like, when he just throws that at the in at the end. He's like, And just remember after everything. Like, I love you all. It is and nice they, that he like, says that. And they actually, like, leave the camera on the turtles for, like, a good, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, they all and cry. They're, and they're, like, sobbing. Like, and it's, like, actually, like, I don't know what the hell they did, right? But, like, they made me care about guys dressed in turtle yeah, these, suits. These like, are
1: puppet suits. As, as
2: if, like, they're real people. I know. Like, they did a good job. It's it's excellent.
1: They like, really did convey this really yeah. well. Seriously. Yeah, it, I mean, it's this really is good. 30 yeah. years ago, too. Yeah. Uh, the next day now, April and Casey are on the porch swing talking about how uh, Casey actually did play hockey for less than a year before he got hurt. It's weird they're like bonding over this. Yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah. Uh, the turtles now storm over saying, it's time to go back. It's time to go back. Cut to the bowery again. Yeah. And I'm like, as a kid, oh. this is kid me where I'm like,
2: yeah, you get them turtles. Yep. Like, And then the music's like, <laughs> <"D-> It's raining. <laughs> Yeah, it's raining, they're like, coming back,
1: baby yep. like, Let's do this shit, we're gonna get that shredder yep. they, like, pull they don't even know about the shredder either. They don't even know, true yeah. They pull up on an old truck and Casey's all impressed by the building they pull up in front of. He's like, "Oh, nice place, guys!" Yeah, it's like <laughs> before realizing they live in the damn sewer. And then he has one good line. He's like, "Why don't I ever fall in with people who own condos?" <laughs> Is that funny. how you in your head? It was a turtle, a sewer condo. Cause, cause no, he said that. No, no. I forgot about that. <laughs> what a coincidence! Yeah. So the turtles arrive home now. As we see a shot from the inside of a cabinet, someone's in there. And they notice a noise from inside there and they draw their weapons out. But it's just shitty,
2: Danny. He <sighs> ran away from home, of
1: course. An idiot. So uh, April's like, oh,
2: God, your father's going to have kittens. What does that even mean? What is she, an oh. old lady? Yeah, like, oh, like, well, that's
1: an old lady line. It yeah. means, like, don't have a cow.
2: Yeah, it's just so, like, kittens. It's so out of, <laughs> it's, it's out <laughs> of step for, like, a 22-year-old girl basically like very good that's
1: actually how old judith hoag was when this is oh, really? made i think i just
2: took a guess but like you know what i mean like it doesn't yeah. make any sense like why would she say that
1: kittens <laughs> yeah. who talks that's like something my grandmother would say in 1990
2: again it lends to the like is she aunt jackie because like this, like aunt jackie <laughs> in the show is supposed to be like 30 something and maybe yeah. aunt jackie would say she's gonna have kittens but like <laughs> Not, have not fucking 22 year old April. That's
1: weird. Yeah. Meanwhile, Casey and Donnie are having an exchange about how Casey's a claustrophobic and he's like, You want a fist in the mouth? I've never even looked at another man before, which is just <laughs> easy, cheap humor there. You're a claustrophobic. <laughs> you want a fist in the mouth? Mm-mm. I've never even looked at another guy before. Casey denies being afraid, though, and he says, You know what? I'm going to sleep in the truck. So- Good thing he did for plot reasons. Yeah. That you'll find out later. So as he's, like, leaving, he stupidly bumps into a lamp on his way out. April uh, now shows Danny her drawings, and he's just like, oh, can I have one? Like, what a dick, Okay, so this is one of those situations, though, where I kind of like this interaction
2: between April and Danny, and I'll tell you why. There's something, they don't say it, but it's clear, like, his mother's not around, or maybe she's passed away or something. Yeah, I guess so. And so, like, April yeah he's been acting like his mother all along and i kind of april's like very motherly the way she's like yeah you can have one like you know know. what i mean like so actually like yeah he's a dull but he's also like supposed to be like fucking 14 years old so like what like he doesn't know any better well i don't does he Uh, i'm just saying like if he want if he if he doesn't realize he's being rude
1: is my point Right.
2: it's like that's all i agree with that because he complimented her drawing so he thinks he's being nice
1: that's all he wants one Yeah, yeah Exactly. Mikey wants pizza, though. And Danny's like, oh, I had some here the other day. Uh, <laughs> and then we get the pop-up again. Mike, all happy. It's like, "Bleep!" It's like, pizza?
2: Dude, radical! Like, you know.
1: So Donnie goes over to this old pizza that's been sitting there. He's like, question, do you like penicillin on your pizza? So this thing taps to it. <laughs> <I like laughs> now, that is the implication
2: thing. that there was anchovies on it? Because I was thinking about this, uh, I was like, why would Danny order fucking. No,
1: no, it's because it's moldy. Penicillin's oh, made it. from mold.
2: Gotcha. Okay. I didn't get. I, I didn't. I thought they were like implying from the, the how they hate anchovies oh, no, before. No, no. Like, it's because it's, it's
1: old. Yeah. It's, I was going to be like, that'd be really weird if Danny ordered <laughs> anchovy pizza. Yeah. No 14 year old that I ever knew, exactly. including myself, was ordering anchovy. Meanwhile. After the turtles sing taps to their pizza, Casey's trying to get comfortable in the truck, but he clearly can't. And I also like the irony of him sleeping in an even more enclosed area. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. I'm not afraid I'm gonna go sleep in the truck. It's like yeah. small and like horrible. Like the
2: store was actually kind of big. Yeah. Like it wasn't like shitty. It was pretty nice, actually. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. They had like a kitchen in there. Like, <laughs> TV? Yeah. It's they, a pretty good place, actually. couch. Like, they did have a couch. I mean, like, it literally was like an apartment just with no windows, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Under- which is common, you yeah. know, underground apartment. Uh, so Danny's now trying to sleep, but he keeps hearing conflicting voices in his head. Shredder and Splinter. You know, what an allegory, Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he creeps away in the middle of the night while the turtles are sleeping. But Casey Quinn notices him from the truck, and he follows. Again,
2: good thing he slept in that truck. That's right. See? <laughs> that, Danny- one, that one was kind of stupid to me. I was like, really? I like, know. <laughs> but it worked. They, it, just, it was one of those situations as an adult watching the movie. It's just like, oh, how convenient. He doesn't yeah. want to. He's so claustrophobic, he won't sleep in this gigantic sword. Place. <laughs> right. Like, but he'll go in a truck. He'll go in a fucking
1: truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Danny wanders over to the warehouse. Casey's close behind. And inside the look on Casey's face is like where the hell am I? Like honestly as an adult like wandering into here you're seeing
2: kids smoke cigars, gambling, yeah. and fucking people with mohawks. arcade machines, right. mohawks. <laughs> yeah. There's like a fucking entire like half pipe like, there is it, like it, like it's not even like it's pretty elaborate it's like one of those like it goes like all over the place yeah. falls and then goes into a hap. it's like it's like fucking like sports and stuff or like discovery zone or something like there's regular yeah there's menthol there's re- yeah i know it's just like if you're this guy if you're just this regular casey jones guy right that used to be a hockey player in the 30s right they like
1: what the f- yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and his face does that his yeah. face says that uh, now we cut to danny who's over actually with splinter talking
2: yeah splinter looks like shit by this point by the way it's like you could tell he's like cried a little too much he's like uh, the tears are like in his fur (laughs) like like, but like permanently in his fur his
1: fur's all fucked up yeah so splinter launches into his whole story again he must love telling this story except this time it's a variation it's a variation we get clips now we get more details we actually see him as a pet rat (laughs) doing the karate it's amazing
2: it's real. I don't, I, again, I don't get it. If he wasn't exposed to it, like, how is he
1: doing this? Like, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. So, his master Yoshi's rival was Arokusaki.
2: <laughs> the best name. It's a great
1: Orokusaki. name. Arokusaki. They competed for the love of Tang Shin. Just throwaway character, by the way. Yeah. Like, this, is,
2: like, well, this was never mentioned anywhere outside of this
1: movie. No, I know. This Tang Shin business. They competed for the love of her, but she really only loved Yoshi. Because he's the good guy. He's the good guy. Uh, So that's why they all moved to America. They're like, let's get the fuck out of Japan here. Get away from the Soroku Saki guy. But Saki followed them, decided to kill everyone. Splinter attacked Saki's face, though, and got his ear sliced off as a result. Can I note
2: um, one thing about Yoshi (laughs) when he walks in? I love that he's in, like overalls and a fucking lumberjack shirt and a fucking hard hat. like Yellow hard hat. Like, like
1: he's in Wrecking Crew the video game. Yeah, like, he's like Bob the Builder. Like, I'm not I, kidding. I get the implication is
2: that like he's oh, a working he, came, man. he came to America and he couldn't like get a a job as a master of a dojo well, so that he, hard to he get had to, he had to like resort to this or whatever but did they really need to be like Ooh! like he like big doof like i don't know he's like just an oaf like he looks like a cutting down trees in the middle of new york like i don't know like what the fuck was he doing like
1: he <laughs> just looks so dumb he's a construction worker yeah. but yeah splinter has his ear sliced off the old cactus jack you might yeah. want to call it we go back to real time where Splinter says uh, that Danny's like, so whatever happened in this Soroku Saki? And Splinter's like, nobody knows, but you wear his symbol on your brow.
2: And meanwhile, it's plainly obvious yeah. Shredder is Saki, but we're not supposed to right. know yet. Like, come on. Like, they shredded his face. Shredder wears a face mask. Like, right. The fuck they know the same karate type. Like-
1: Splinter knows it's him. He's just saying he's bullshitting Danny. Does he though? Yes,
2: yes, he is clearly he supposed- knows. Well, when we get to the end, is it supposed to be a shock for Splinter? No,
1: he knows. No, okay, I'm just. I think he just knows better than to say it. You well, know he's what not I mean? A
2: fucking idiot! Like, as <laughs> yeah. soon as he
1: saw the the, the logo on <laughs> yeah, Danny's head, he knows head. he's like, not dumb. Yeah, he's not an idiot. No, no, he got punched by the guy. I'm sure he knows it's him. Yeah. But he was a rat in rat form the last time he saw him. But he remembers being a rat. So it doesn't weird. make sense. They never... Oh, they never this movie's just, not believable. It's
2: not even just that. They do this in the cartoon. Like, somehow Splinter remembers, like, before when he was, like, yep. mutinized. In,
1: in the cartoon, Splinter is Yoshi. Remember? Oh, yeah! <laughs> what the hell? You're right! <laughs> he is Yoshi.
2: He turned Wait, into a rat. what the fuck rat. did they do here? Like, this is so confusing. But I don't remember what yeah, the that, t- Okay, yeah, you're right, because... That's why Splinter is smarter, because he was a person. In the cartoon, the yes. The Turtles have always been Turtles, and they're actually 15 or whatever, so they're just Yeah, they're idiots. 15. Yeah,
1: but, they're just 15-year-olds. Right. But in the comic, though, I think it's it's this.
2: I think in every other thing it's this, is that Mutant Jin fell on, like, I don't know, there was, like, a rat. like Yeah, with, it was just a rat. Splinter, <laughs> and they somehow merged. I don't know what the fuck happened, but... I'm just saying it's like it's a completely different
1: origin story I know anyway let's cut to Casey now watching a poker game before deciding to steal a foot soldiers costume meanwhile Danny drops his bandana on the ground that's very dishonorable but shredder sneaks up on him he's like what are you doing all pissy yeah one thing I gotta say by the way a much better shredder voice as good as this one is Uncle Phil in the cartoon, incredible, oh, yeah, totally James Avery, a hundred times better, best Shredder voice ever. I mean, this
2: guy's pretty much this an guy's asshole. Good but though, yeah, he's good, but he's the other. The thing though about having like Uncle Phil be Shredder is that Shredder is also more goofy, and this Shredder is like one hundred percent serious. This
1: one, yeah, in the cartoon, he's very com- bumbling. Yeah. He's, oh, excuse me, pardon me, sorry. I mean, by the end of every fucking episode, it's like, whoa, I'll get you, Turtles.
2: Like you know, like he always like falls off a roof or whatever, turns into Bad News Allen. Yeah, <laughs> slips on a banana peel. Right, they fucking catch him in a net and take him to the cops. Like you know, it's like, real. It's though. like, that it's like kind Bowser of, and yeah, Mario it's Super like Show. Always loses somehow. He's like free at the end of the yeah, next absolutely episode. Absolutely right. Yep.
1: Uh, but so Shredder decides to go through Danny's pockets, sees the drawing of Leonardo, and he says, "They're back." So he tells Tatsu he's going to just handle this fucking shit himself this time. Yeah, you suck, Lord Tatsu. (laughs) Like I got this. And he says, also the rat kill it. So of course that's (sighs) Splinter. So Casey now runs into Danny trying to get him the hell out of there. But Danny's like, they're going to kill Splinter. And Casey's like, I don't. Who the fuck is Splinter? Yeah, he's like, like, all -all right. Yeah. (laughs) So Danny takes him over there. But now we cut to the foot soldiers all hopping down into the sewer. But all of a sudden, as they get down there, a ton of steam overcomes them, and the turtles, just like the beginning, quietly kick their asses before turning off the steam mm-hmm. and this is just basically like the ninja noises again
2: like you said at the beginning yep and like cackling yeah. before they turn the smog off like Yeah, that was the only thing i was like okay getting a little cocky here turtles yeah. like they're confident now yeah.
1: now Raphael's like eating an apple and he's like oh, i hope there's more and there is more meanwhile danny is taking casey over to splinter <laughs> and casey basically has to just shrug off the fact that there's a talking rat right here That's he's like, like all right. It's like, on his, like, back. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, like mm, okay, okay yeah. I guess so. So he unlocks Splinter, tells him his name's Casey Jones, he's a friend, and they're about to get Splinter out of there. When Tatsu, of course, this guy is so inopportune. Yeah. <laughs> he's always like... Mm. <laughs> he always just shows up, it's like... Looking yeah, through, yeah. Like, and he's got the crappy teens, like, not even the foot soldiers, like, the foot babies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of <laughs> like the Iron Anderson of the fucking, like... Shredder crew. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's always like Iron Anderson. The team. It's, it's, it's always like you run into him like it's like man I just want to fucking fight Ric Flair. He's like no you gotta fight me first. Right. Full horseman brother. <laughs> like you know like.
1: Yeah. He's got like the non-uniformed like no doji or whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> they don't have a doji. <laughs> Meanwhile the turtles are just kicking ass against the foot and even April gets a shot in with a piece of wood. Also the music is like heroic yeah, at this point. Very good. Back to Tatsu now and Casey who have a grunt contest. <laughs>
0: A little uh, primatine might just help to clear that up.
1: There. Tatsu just kicks Casey's ass before he finally finds a golf club and proceeds to just whack the shit out of Tatsu with so it. It's so silly how he drives him away
2: with, like, literally drives him <laughs> yeah. like, with a golf club. And I don't like how, like, he just beats Tatsu like it's nothing. Like, Isn't that it, it funny? It's like, well, once he got a weapon, like, Tatsu sucks. Like, yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all it took is like Casey Jones is the master of fucking sports equipment that's like, his weapon that's like, his weaponry. literally like if you had to fight Casey Jones in like a sports authority yeah. like you, you, <laughs> you could not beat him but like if Tatsu you fought him ball in, like, the, at you. even if Casey Jones had a sword like he would suck like because it's not sports
1: equipment you know right
2: but like if he had to fight Tatsu like in a weapons factory he'd get you he with a a racket yeah. <laughs> yeah you
1: get demolished with a birdie that's exactly. all I'm trying to say right. or shuttlecock if you will Anyway, so the turtles are just absolutely squishing the Foot Clan in the sewer here. Meanwhile, Sam Rockwell back at the Tatsu place, he wants to rally up the troops, Quinn. You know, yeah. He's like, come on, let's get him. What are yeah, we doing? The Foot Children over here is t- terrible. <laughs> but Splinter's like, Shredder's a fucking asshole. Yeah, basically, it's like,
2: why would you follow this fucker? Like, he
1: hates you, you dickheads. Yeah.
2: It's like, I saw that motherfucker beat you all up before. Like, what are you doing? Like, You know, like, remember it's real though like, yes Splinter
1: was there when Tatsu like beat the shit out of everyone yeah, he's like this sucks what yeah. are you talking about and Rock was like we're family and Casey's like you call this family you know this is bullshit <laughs> yeah call this down here family you, you you call this here and that down there family so they haul Splinter out of there finally, and meanwhile the foot kids all like mumble like, oh, "What are we gonna do? I don't know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular
2: like, <laughs> they just like walk away happily.
1: Got any cigarettes? Yeah. Meanwhile, the foot. Where am I gonna get my <laughs> cigarettes?
2: Like, yeah, that's probably in the mumbling. So it's... his face. Looks
1: like it sounds. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, does. it really does, though. Like, you got these cigarettes. <laughs> you see that kid, and you're like, he sounds like <laughs> yeah, that. it's <laughs> real, though. Yeah. Uh, so they mean- could have like dubbed it in later. They just like saw what he looked like and were like, "Are uh, we you?" Kn- knew- Sound like you, this, you sound like motherfucker. this motherfucker.
1: Yeah meanwhile the foot clan the, the the turtles version of the foot clan they're all escaping the sewers now because the turtles are just kicking their asses they chase them in the street continue to kick ass on the streets and oddly there's like nobody in the streets of new york yeah that's Can not just, realistic even in like
2: the shitty sections you see like three or four people on the street like i mean yeah the like, bowery area is a
1: little more calm but the still. point is is
2: that there's always somebody even in like the back alleys like right, the old man with I've the ever, groceries yeah anytime i've ever been to new york and i've like I've been with somebody where, oh, we had to, like, cut through some back roads. There's always, like, three or four people, like, you know, even on, like, the nothing streets. It's Down just in like, Alphabet City and places of, like that. There's yeah. a lot of fucking, it's, like, eight million people
1: here. It's, like, yeah. you can't, there, even the even the nothing streets, there's people on it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, this is our brawling here on the streets. We get Mikey's classic, God, I love being a turtle line. I love this line, yeah. like, because this is in the excitement. Like, the music's really
2: kicking now, and yeah. it's, like, Did it? Did it? God, I love being a turtle. It's good. God,
0: I love being a turtle.
2: I just love shit like this. This is like what makes me smile in this movie. is stuff like this because this is like what reminds me of being a kid. Because I remember like yelling that line. Oh, every kid in America did. Queen, you know, like watch this. Yeah, it's just oh, it's like heartwarming. It is. It's 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 like nostalgia.
1: So the foot lead the turtles up to a roof and promptly get their asses kicked again. And just as Raph says, oh, no more, Shredder appears from a, okay, actually, where? The fucking sky or something. like, that's why I've always wondered. They're already on the roof.
2: Where did he jump down from? Okay, so I think, Joe, just to clear up confusion, if you noticed, there was, like, a more elevated, they were on, like, the there was, like, two levels of the
1: roof, and they Uh, were on the lower
2: part, and I think Shredder, because there was, like, a wall behind them, even though they were on the roof. Right. I think Shredder came from the tippy-top part.
1: So did the foot lure them up to the roof?
2: Maybe they knew he was like on the top top. Yeah. And they knew there was this lower section. They're like, if we can just get him to go up there, try right. can like jump down and kick their ass. He does jump down, right. Quinn. And he's like a fucking final boss yeah. in a video game. Like it even's like, do, do, do. Yeah. Bump. Oh, scary like, It's like It's like literally Like fucking double dragon Or some shit right. Like adobo Or whatever that thing is Jimmy and Jimmy Yeah like he just like Comes down He's like oh you are fucked Like you know
1: <laughs> Now he has a really stupid Look on his face Through the mask You ever notice He's yeah. like mm.
2: He's kind of like scary a lot He's kind like, of smiling <laughs> He's like, it's like He's, like, oh, he's are, smiling like, yeah, a little too yeah. Like
1: Mr. Fuji Or something Maybe, like, they, maybe it took is. like
2: Hours to film this And he was just kind of like They, they <laughs> caught it like A wrong time
1: <laughs> Maybe he had a little Wacky weed there Or something He looks like silly this
2: scene reminds me of the end of blade runner too because they're on top of the roof fighting right like i don't know why i mean it's a cliched thing yeah, being on a yeah it's fighting. like kind of wet up there just like blade runner yeah like i don't know
1: <laughs> roofs in general they're cliche yeah, i like- think
2: i think actually this is a good time to note that in the 80s usually the bad guy always fought somebody on a roof at the end right and presumably the bad
1: guy if the good guys won would get thrown off the roof either that or paul mccartney's up there playing get back yeah one or the other yeah, that
2: yeah i mean like it happened in batman <laughs> it happened in uh dick tracy it happened in a lot yeah. of stuff dick tracy didn't he go through Big a boy. machine or something no he fell off the roof oh, no, i'm thinking of who framed roger rabbit
1: different movie yeah they throw him in yellow, like a compactor yellow coat, or something. but a different yeah.
2: movie <laughs> yeah yeah it's always like it's I always loved that actually part of 80s movies like Blade Runner. Same thing. Like, right. Yeah. He's hanging off the roof. Like, it's just like that. No, this motherfucker definitively died. Right. Like, it's like he fell he's off. a building, Absolutely
1: dead. Yeah. But does it happen here? We'll find out. We'll find out. So Shredder finally uh, talks to the turtles and he says, you fight Well, he sounds like yeah. a high in this in this long out <laughs> in the old style. But now you face the Shredder. And then, of course, Mikey, maybe all that hardware's for making coleslaw.
0: You fight well in the old style, but you've caused me enough trouble. Now you face the Shredder. The Shredder? <laughs> uh maybe all that hardware's for making
2: coleslaw.
1: Don't be joking, it's Mikey. Not, this is not the time. This is not the time and for this. This is the final boss. So they're all cocky. Raph's like, I got him. Yeah, and of I course. like their cockiness. <laughs> no! Here. Like...
2: I'm glad what happens happens here. Actually. Raph
1: promptly goes down and they're like, oh, this guy's good. So yeah. Leo's
2: like, hi, like all stupid now you would think he the most disciplined would be like wouldn't just jump in like a fuckhole and like just get his ass whooped he does like
1: the big flamboyant it's like
2: oh surprise him right element of you suck get out of here shredder just moves he's just
1: like fuck off like so then uh, in this one scene shredder's like the steve austin 97 yeah (laughs) You're you're just like
2: yeah yeah it's like he just comes in like gives everyone the stunner
1: right good. So Mikey and Donnie are like, oh, let's uh, rock, paper, scissors. So Mikey wins, and he steps up, but we don't get to really see him fight Shredder. We cut to the street now where all the foot children have followed Casey Splinter and Danny. Meanwhile, the turtles are huddling on the roof now, and they're like, at what point do we lose control here? They're like, they can't beat this guy. And Leo's like, you know what? This guy must know where Splinter is. So they each take turns. They cannot beat Shredder.
2: Why are they taking turns? And also the music gets all (laughs) scary. Good point. (laughs) When I was a kid, I was like, wow, they aren't even like a fucking match for this guy. Like, it's like, it's not even like close. No. Like, he's... Killing them. Like, they they like, get, like, no offense in. It's awful. Like, it's, it's like our big heroes here. They can't do fucking shit. No, like, they're doing nothing. It's like squash matches. He's so matches.
1: overpowered.
2: They're like underpants from yeah. 83. They really are. <laughs> like, they're bad. They're really bad. They just get, like, flipped over and, like, yeah, I mean, he just even, moves. If, even if they get a little offense shredder somehow, like, counters it weapon-wise. It's just, he's, he's good.
1: He's just very good. He's yeah. very good. Some more foot soldiers arrive now trying to scale the roof. So, Casey just uh, runs over to a garbage truck, Yeah, backs up into the ladder, and knocks them up, and then punches a few more for fun. Now, I want to say here, I love
2: this aspect of it, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. I always love in these old set piece kind of 80s movies where, like, the final stage kind of takes shape. Right. I love how this puts the garbage truck in a position where it's, like, right next ah. to the roof. And, like, you know, this ladder fell over so nobody can get down now. This was so well done because it set this stage where, like, you know where they are and where this roof is and what it's above. And you also know that there's a fucking garbage truck under it. Right. And you know that there's no way down anymore also. Right. That the ladder's gone. So right, now, yeah. like, it, it's just, like, a cool, like, mental picture. I feel like I still remember, like, what everything looks like. Like, with the battlefield, yeah, me too. you know, like, I know, like, I know, like, oh man, they better not get. Cornered in that wall where that little fucking thing is over there with that holds the water. I know what you mean. You know what
1: I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like you're like, you know, like the layout. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So Leo tries now his best against Shredder. He actually is able to slice him with the sword. Like, finally, some damage yeah. done. Yeah, he kind of is just like, Ugh. he's like, like oh.
2: He, just, he doesn't do it at first, though. He just kind of like, he beats the shit out of him. And, and then, then he sells. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like he can hold his pain back
1: yeah. or something. But the turtles are screwed. So Rath asks, where Splinter is, and Splinter's all ah the rat. So it has a name. It had a name. Ah, oh. So Leo attacks again.
2: Quickly gets taken down. This is the emotion. Down. Now this is. I thought this was perfect. This is fit it because Leo, who's like always the
1: closest to him,
2: right? Like, he's well, he's not only is he the closest to it, but he's also the most disciplined. And yes. that this breaks him. Like it's like yeah. you told him is you killed his like dad basically. Yeah. He was like fuck you asshole, yeah. and he like runs at him.
1: But Shredder sidesteps, yeah. takes him down, and then has his spear. Like, because he has this, I don't know what the weapon's called, but it's like a bow that it's also has a spear. like
2: Donatello's weapon, but like longer, and it has like sharp at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he has it pointed right at Leo's throat, and he tells the other turtles, toss your weapons off the roof, or I'm going to kill him. Right. So they actually do. One of Mikey's nunchucks gets hooked on, I guess there's another ladder. I think it's like the broken ladder the or The broken something. part of the ladder, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: Remember,
1: it's like bent or something. Yeah. So Shredder says he's going to kill Leo anyway, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> when suddenly, Splinter appears on the roof.
0: Now your fate will be his. No! <gasps> Splinter!
2: <gasps> like, he teleported uh, yeah, onto he the roof. Like, I don't even under... like again, yeah, That dude la- ain't climbing a ladder. Right, the ladder's <laughs> all fucked up. And he ain't climbing one yeah. anyway, his yeah. old ass. Maybe it's just like he does have like okay oh
1: no no, yeah, no here please I don't here. want
2: so remember how his like feet are like abnormally big like kangaroo sized what the f- i always thought like maybe he could jump high- like as a kid i'm <laughs> not kidding because like I, I had the figure right and his feet were like fucking huge yeah but it's like 12 stories I always if, like maybe he can go like, no! like you know what ratty- he's also like a ninja by the way so it's like i don't know he's been trained he's elderly yeah <laughs> Isn't that the implication? It, the implication is he's an elderly ninja, but that like, <laughs> you know, when he's got to show up, you know, like, True. If, his, if his fucking boys need some help up there.
1: His turtle he, boys.
2: He, he'll pull out like to power and just like, okay, maybe he like jumped up the garbage can and he, maybe because he's like a ninja, he like, he knows that I'd jump a little higher than normal and he kind of just kind of grabbed up there and they didn't show us all that and they just- Because you don't looks, need to know, Yeah, yeah right? he just looks like he teleported there.
1: So he appears- whoosh, And Leo is able to roll away because Shredder's like, what the fuck? Splinter goes now into a big diatribe about how Shredder is Oroku Saki. Oh, shit. He yeah, knows. Not a surprise at all. No. <laughs> so Shredder takes off the mask, and you can see the scars. And then, yeah, that's the like connecting point, right? Like we finally put yep. it together. Yeah. But I got to say, with just the helmet on, like Shredder looks like a real idiot. Yeah. And he's like, charging with his spear forever. like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you, you did know he was going on the
2: diatribe, but what's interesting is like, I thought it was weird that Shredder is like wouldn't wait for the speech. He's just like, I'm gonna get the surprise on him, and he runs at him while he's talking. <laughs> yeah, but he's like running from like
1: 35 feet away. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the fucking
2: rat dude that just jumped on the roof
1: somehow. Like he's not
2: he's Kangaroo not like, rat. useless, like, <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: So the whole time Splinter's very calm, just staring at him, and then he quickly takes out that nunchuck that got caught. He got a nunchuck, hooks it around Shredder's spear, right. He's got him hanging now over the roof. Splinter decides. I love this whole move. Oh, by no, it's the way. so it's like, good. He just,
2: like, swings him and uses his, like, <laughs> force and weapon <laughs> yep. against him. Basically, like, Shredder is, like, hanging just by his weapon, yep. and he's at the mercy of
1: Splinter. And Splinter decides it's time to go into a sermon. Right. So he's going on, and he's like, death comes for us all, Arokusaki.
2: Fucking badass. <laughs> <know>. That, <laughs> that sounded so badass. I know. It's just, like... You're fucking dying, yep. but first, let me tell
1: you this. <laughs> yep. Death comes for us all, asshole. And as he says, but when you die, it will be... <laughs> and then Shredder takes a dagger out of his pocket, I basically. thought it was a ninja star, but... So, no, it's like yep. a knife or okay. something. And he throws... I don't know what the term is. I'm sure there's a real Japanese name, but yeah. uh, again, Dave Meltzer. But Splitter catches it, but in so doing, he has to let go of the nunchucks. Right. Exactly. So Shredder now... Argh! Ah, falls and into the back totally of the garbage 80s truck. Movie style. Like you were saying, yep. Bad guy falls off the roof to his
2: death. Like, Why not? Ugh, classic.
0: Death comes for us all, Urokusaki. But something much worse comes for you. For when you die, it will. Burn.
1: Without honor. And then Casey Jones wanders in and gives a, oops, and <laughs> starts the compactor of the garbage truck. <laughs> just, just casual murder, yeah, no big like, deal. Dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe this.
2: Like, looking back, I'm like, oops. <laughs> wow. It's like, he just, <laughs> he had a casual murder. <laughs> yeah. Oops, I'm going to kill him now. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? Do you see cops?
1: Like, well, what was that?
2: It's just like, and you just literally see his, like face get, like, fucking flattened yeah. like, the metal of his, like, shredder helmet. Of his helmet. stupid
1: helmet. Yeah. Shredder hat.
2: <laughs> like, it, that's death. Like, if you threw someone in a garbage truck and, like, compacted it, yeah. they would
1: die. They would die. Yes. <laughs> that's what would happen. And that's
2: the implication,
1: too. <laughs> yes, he's supposed they don't to even, be dead. They don't
2: fuck about. Like, they don't say, like, oh, they don't show, like, Oh, maybe he, like, fell off of it or something. No, 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 he's
1: dead. He's 100% dead. Now, if we reach a certain Patreon tier or whatever. we'll find
2: out what happened to this (laughs) flat, compacted human being.
1: Or if everyone hated this review, we will never do another Turtles movie. But anyway, the Turtles all hug, splinter, his sirens are not heard in the background. We we, uh, cut to the street now where Charles pulls up in the Channel 3 van. And I like this. Danny's running now to find his dad. But on the way, he sees April. He stops to give her her 20 bucks back. Love that. fucking love it so much and she's like what she doesn't even know This is
2: okay so this that one little spot there that is total like why I love 80s movies is that resolution is always a big deal in these older movies and you could tell when the writers write things that they when they get to the very end they're like we have to resolve every bad thing Danny did right in in succession right 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 like the fact that he just does that real quick and he was like what's this for it's like don't worry about it you know I know
1: it's really sweet right yeah it's good and then Danny finds Charles. They have a very nice hug, and Danny tells him, "Uh, it's just Dan now." Classic, and the touching
2: music and like Danny, God, where have you been? It's and so the whole good. Danny story is actually good. It is, and like, what the fuck, Dan? Like, there was no. Like, <laughs> Why didn't they have at least a part where Splinter, he told Splinter he introduced himself <laughs> as Dan or something right. like just like this just came out of nowhere like
1: Dan hey, even he, though, like Charles is like what
2: yeah because like he introduced himself to Splinter and Splinter knows him as Danny like his his other father figure have and, you no know home Danny yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> just very very weird I don't know that that was the only weird part but this is like actually like it's a good storyline heartwarming full on redemption for Danny he like. He causes the foot to fall because he fucked over the turtles. Yep. So, like, redemption there. He gives the 20 back to April, yep. and he tells his daddy appreciates him. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's just every part, everything that Danny screwed up it, he fixed
1: it. Absolutely right. Uh, now, Chief Stearns arrives, acts all fat. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> meanwhile, Charles is talking to April. He really wants her to come back. She can get a corner office now, get a big raise. Meanwhile, Stearns asks uh, Sam Rockwell reappearing yeah. again. He's like, what the hell's going on here? So Rockwell tells him to check out the East Warehouse on Lairdman Island. You'll find the answers you need. Yeah, you find <laughs> the answers you need. <laughs> the
2: cops just calmly <laughs> yeah. leave to Absolutely no yeah. consequences like, okay. for, like, a life of crime <laughs> yeah. for, the, for the, these kids. <laughs> They're like, okay, we'll, I guess we'll it, check. I guess, it, again, it's the other 80 movies trope. It's like, they're kids. Like let's let them go. That's the thing, like, they're even, juveniles, even though they fucking stole a bunch of shit. They're under eighteen. Like, caused a bunch of problems and right. were part of a elite ninja force that kills people. <laughs> right. Like whatever. So like they, they they told where the bad stuff was. Hey.
1: Uh, also, the East Warehouse on Lairdman Island is that is, even a thing? It's an illusion. No, it's an illusion to Eastman and Laird, the creators of Ninja Turtles.
2: Oh, East Warehouse yeah, gotcha. Lairdman Island. Perfect. I mean,
1: yep. Uh, meanwhile, Casey runs into April. They're going on and on. And finally, he's just like, just shut up and kiss me. So he actually does. It's awesome. It's good, right? Again,
2: 80s movie. 80s classic. John Hughes style. No no complications. It's just you know what we it. were flirting with each other the whole movie fuck it like we're girlfriend and boyfriend now
1: i'm surprised it didn't end with a freeze frame of john candy's face yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how 80s this yeah. is but anyway the turtles look on from the roof with splitter and celebrate They're like yeah casey woo. uh the turtles now try to come up with really neat adjectives to, des- to describe like how good they are yeah. you know br- groovy whatever they say radical dude yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, you awesome. know, all the other.
2: Boss Nova, brother! <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> just Nova all the brother. bullshit.
1: Basically, all the turtles' things. And Spinner's like, I have always liked Kawabunga.
0: I have always liked
1: Kawabunga. So they decide to yell Cowabunga together as Splinter laughs and says, I made a funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's like
2: every movie. That's every turtle movie, by the way. It always, I made another funny. It's always the funny. And then it's always some robot voice starting because it's in the second one, too. I swear. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right.
1: Yeah. Uh, but. The credits are like a million years long, by the way, under an awful rap. It's horrible.
2: Well, okay. Can I say no, this? I, uh, I actually like the rap. Why? No, because if you listen to the rap, it was actually like describing the plot. And I always like that. I always I always find it amusing that they hired a guy and wrote a song to describe the plot of the movie. Did they really? Yes. It's it's I real. I turned it off. Nothing. Oh, you, no, yeah. I, I why listen, would I watch all the credits? The rap part was only three minutes of what? the whole credits. That's too long. Yeah, it wasn't that it was like, it was just basically described the like, like April O'Neil and Casey Jones. Oh, and stop. like, I'm not, That's kidding. not real. It's all real. Like,
1: i in on the in the winter. Like, yeah. who cares? <laughs> ain't better than Tatsu when the Watson. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear some guy.
2: It was good. Some good, hack. It
1: was a good rap. Anyway. Overall, Quinn, what are you thinking of this movie, Joe? This movie, Joe, makes me so
2: happy. Like, seriously, they don't make kids' movies like yeah. they used to. I you said s- this at the beginning, yeah, but yeah. They, they really don't. I feel like nothing captures the time and the craze that was like, 80 superheroes like this movie right, like, right. this is like they made a lot of movies about you know all the sk- heroes of the 80s they even made a fucking Power Ranger movie and all this shit you sure. know? but this one I don't know it just like hits the right tone and I think the second one's pretty decent too although mm. worse But um, it is
1: worse worse
2: movie but I always thought it was more fun but anyway that's neither here or there right now not yet um, I feel like nowadays too much like special effects and like overcomplicated stories kind of ruin it it's like these Marvel movies for example which is what well, like those are basically kids movies now Mm -hmm. the stories are so complicated and they last (laughs) over many movies it's like this turtle shit it's like yo shredder stole some fucking japanese electronics (laughs) and like he's making like kids do his bidding he's a bad man and there's turtles and they like beat up their master and they got to go beat kill him that's all it is that's all it is it's like they define like the bad guy is this the good guys are this they get beat up, they come back, and they win. Why? You know, I yeah. even I overcomplicated it in explaining it, but like, <laughs> the point is, is the, the good versus evil, and I just like that, and I, I just wish that, first of all, that there would be new properties like turtles. Like, I think that's a big problem with children's stuff. Nothing them.
1: new, everything gets remade. Like, they just
2: reuse, they're even recycling the turtles. Like, well, it's Yeah. Like, Where are, like, the new heroes? You know what I mean? That that the kids nowadays can say, like, oh, those were the heroes of my generation, like, when I was a kid, you
1: know? That's a problem overall in pop culture. I mean, from TV shows, everything gets remade now, and movies, things get remade. Do you think they just hit
2: it out of the park so fucking well in the mid-80s to the mid-90s, that 10-year period, that it was, like, they basically made fantasy hero characters, like, for all time. It's like, they don't
1: Mm. need new ones. I don't know, Quinn. I mean... We're probably not far from a period of time where things from the early 2000s will be remade. I mean, super bad is <laughs> yeah, but, but, going to be remade and things like that. I'm just you saying, know what it's I'm like saying, those are
2: not children's. Thing. Well, but that's I'm just all, saying, saying that in, that
1: in the general tone of like things getting remade, as far as this movie, I guess I'll give my thoughts. If you're looking at this as a film critic, it's nowhere near no, a masterpiece was of any It never designed time. to be. And that's the other thing. I think this was better than it had any right to be. I think most people at the time probably would have expected a Turtles movie to be more like the third. Cheap, yep. cheap laughs, cheap costuming, cheap humor. Fight to fight. No, yeah, nothing in between. No development. So I would think that this is actually has more emotional depth. The cinematography is better than it has any right to be. Is unbelievable. Really? And seriously? I,
2: think, I don't think it was realized at the time. I think that they partially lucked out that new york was such a piece of shit that yeah all the
1: all the new york shots are
2: awesome but it looked cool yep right the sets were good but like you said i think the most important part about this movie is that emotional depth it's stunning that they were able to convey emotion out of these puppet
1: things these are essentially puppets advanced puppets
2: like i can't believe how well done even with a scene where fucking splinter is like fucking zordon is a blue flame you're like man that was that really like hit the heart and even that subtle scene at the very beginning where like Raphael Kemp comes in after kind of a bad day yep you know splinter like sits him down splinter sits him down and he kind of gives him a nice talk and it's like man i don't know it's just that wholesome like there are kids and we take care of them and right. that's like that's something that feels like it's lost on a lot of media nowadays is that that concept of like they always want to ha- have like some controversial, like edgy parents or whatever right. thing. But this is from a time where it was like, no, like if if you have kids, they get taken care of, and it's shown like on the in in the form of media. you right. You know.
1: Well said. And I think this movie endures because it just it, it's just very tough to categorize and to articulate why, but it endures because it just hit a special nerve, or I think in people's hearts and minds. And it
2: was timed. Right in the dead yeah. center of the craze. Yeah. Like it was perfect.
1: So uh, if you haven't watched this in a while, folks, seek it out, find it, watch it. It's unique. They're, the following two movies, and then obviously I know there was a CGI one in 2007 or whatever, and the reboot, but the following two are nothing like this. No. They're really not. I mean, this was a movie. It really the is. The other two
2: were like cash-ins on the success of the movie and the cartoons. And stuff. Right.
1: And they have their moments. But Well, the second one has its moments. The third one is horrible. But <laughs> the third one's a piece of shit. The second one has its moments. Yep. But there really is nothing like this, Quinn. And I, uh, I want to thank you guys for being with us here. And I want to thank our uh, patrons for getting us to this point where we could be doing this. And I want to thank everyone that listened. And again, if maybe this is your first time hearing us, and you have any interest in wrestling from this same time period, the 80s and 90s, check out our Monday show. That's our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. And again, be sure to follow us on Twitter. But until next time, until the next thing you hear of Quinn and myself, I'm Joe Murata. That's Michael Quinn. Bunga. See ya. (laughs) you <laughs>